we did it. We made it to the end of the week. Hello and welcome to the program that is all about the 16 southern states. Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, Missouri, North Carolina, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, Virginia, and West by God, Virginia. <laughs> John Rawl is my name, and we're going to put some pep in your step as we discuss everything going on across the southeast on this Friday edition of the Y'all Show. It is great to be back with you here. We've got an exciting program lined up for you as we close out the week. We've got headlines from across the southeast. Those headlines include some breaking news on Jimmy Buffett. We'll tell you what happened as he was scheduled to have a show in Charleston this weekend. And we will fill you in on the latest from the crooner from the Gulf Coast, who I think lives on the Hamp- in the Hamptons in New York or something like that. He's abandoned this for a while, but on tour right now. We'll give you an update on Jimmy for all you parrot heads out there and other news headlines of the day. We also have the latest in sports. The NBA playoffs Eastern and Western Conference Finals are going on right now. And on Thursday, you had a battle in the Western Conference, a battle that if you're a Nuggets fan... You can smile big today. We'll let you know all about that. Plus, the PGA Championship is going on in Rochester, New York. We've got an update from the course there. And speaking of the PGA Championship here in Hour 1 of this Y'all Show, we have our ICYMI segment. That is, in case y'all missed it. And we're going to rewind just a few hours ago. Jason Nall was on our Thursday edition of the show. He is with College Tour X. And we're going to play a clip from our Thursday interview of Jason previewing this weekend's second major of the year for golfers, the PGA Championship. So we'll have that here in hour number one of this Y'all Friday edition. Also coming up on today's program in the second hour, we're going to have our Southern Financial Week wrap-up. And Paul Hare of Hare Financial will be dropping by and giving us a report on how things have looked on Wall Street and perhaps in your portfolio. That's coming up in hour two, plus a look at the new movies hitting the theaters this weekend. And from my preliminary research of what's going on at the box office this weekend, there may only be one movie, actually, instead of movies, maybe just one. And it has a connection to the South as Michelle Rodriguez is starring in this new movie hitting theaters this weekend. So we'll have that as part of our Dixie Cinema segment in Hour 2. And then when we get to Hour 3 today, it's going to be so much fun. We always start off our final hour of the week with a little party crowd. And you can sing along. We want you to sing along when we get to that spot of the show. And then today in history is a day that arguably the first white southerner died and we're going to go back to the 1500s and learn about hernando de soto who passed away in what's modern day arkansas way back when and learn more about this explorer and his role and his impact on the south and this nation as we discover hernando de soto do you like how i put it like that yes all that coming up in our Friday Free For Y'all in Hour 2, plus hashtag Huddle Blue is coming your way. And we'll wrap things up 
with From Dixie with Love. If you want to get involved with the Y'all Show, it's very easy to do so. Our text line is open, and we're checking it constantly. So go ahead and ask a question or make a comment. We'd love to hear from you. And you can connect to us anytime at 615-208-4184. And to connect to us directly, if you need to get something off your chest, if you need to talk to me, 731-554-1169. Great to have you here. And why don't we jump into today's news headlines as we get this Friday Y'all Show up and going. And we start off today discussing Timothy Eugene Scott. Who is Timothy Eugene Scott? Well, he would be your senator from the state of South Carolina, and this gentleman whose professional career got going working at a Chick-fil-A in North Charleston, the 57-year-old Tim Scott is expected to run for president, and the news today is he is launching his campaign ads in Iowa, New Hampshire, and perhaps even in his native South Carolina, as he's expected to launch a bid for Republican nominee for president of the United States. Yes, as early as next week. You can start seeing Tim Scott for president ads going on in New Hampshire and Iowa, the ad buy, which is about a $5.5 million ad buy, is supposed to run through the first GOP presidential debate in late August, and it's the first big spend, if you will, from the Scott campaign. And he joins his fellow South Carolinian and Nikki Haley, the former governor of that state and former U.N. ambassador, who she's already out spending money and campaigning. She's already officially declared her candidacy for Republican nominee for president. But just last month, Tim Scott formed an exploratory committee that allowed him to raise and spend money while he's considering a White House bid. And now the money will be flowing and the ads will be airing in these two early states as Tim Scott looks to maybe be the Republican nominee for president, or is he just doing this to perhaps get on the good side of someone who's going to actually get the nomination and be a good choice for vice president? What is my opinion of Tim Scott? It's not very high. I mean, Tim Scott's one of those guys you can't say much good about and you can't say anything bad about. He just kind of falls in between. He's, He's a nice guy. I mean, there's no dirt on Tim Scott. The only weird thing about him is, He's never been married, and I don't know anything about his personal life. It's not really out there. I know he attends a church somewhere in Charleston with his mother because someone I know goes to that church, and he's usually not there with a a, 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 a person of interest, you could say. And so I don't know what his deal is. It's a little, a little unusual. You know what's also unusual? The other senator for South Carolina, I guess he's the more senior senator, He's also a bachelor and has never been married. That's Lindsey Graham, who was a candidate for president way back in 2016. But this guy, Tim Scott, the alumnus of Charleston Southern University in North Charleston, SC, is uh, inching closer and closer to pulling the trigger and being a Republican candidate for president. And if and the ad buys are dang near as close as you could possibly be without jumping in the pool, he becomes what? Uh, you got Asia Hutchinson, who's announced. you got the 
guy who I think is of Indian heritage, and I can't even think of his name, but for me it's hard to come up with it because it's an unusual name. But he's announced, and I've heard a few good things that he's been out saying. Of course, Donald Trump's announced. What's that, three? you got Nikki Haley is four. You've got, um, well, it uh, looks like Mike Pence is going to run, but he hasn't officially jumped in the water. A lot of people, a lot of people. But who's going to get the nomination? Well, right now, unless a, a really unforeseen thing happens between now and, let's say, March and April, Donald Trump, this is his to lose. And many people say he's going to lose it because he's going to self-destruct somehow, some way, whether it's through all these legal cases or he's going to open up a can of worms that we can't even predict at this point. And I I wouldn't doubt that. Uh, with the polling we saw earlier in the week where he's got about a 35-point lead over his close – I forgot to mention Ron DeSantis – who's the likely candidate in this race, too. He's got an easy lead. This should be an easy thing for him to pull off if he wants to, but he's got to have discipline and not have something, again, to self-destruct on. And if you know much about Donald J. Trump, the potential for self-destruction is quite high. But Tim Scott, the story today is it looks like he's jumping in the Republican bid for presidency pool. Hey, make sure you stay on the uh, shallow end there, Senator Scott. To East Tennessee we go, and the remains of an Army corporal who was killed in Germany during World War II, those remains have been identified, and today he's going to be buried. We remember Joe A. Vineyard, a 23-year-old who was in Company A of the 774th Tank Battalion as a crew member on a tank back in December 1944 and he was engaged in a battle near Guy, Germany when his tank was destroyed by shelling and when his crew regrouped this man from Tennessee was missing and his remains have been found a set of unidentified remains recovered from a burned out tank in Guy that had been buried in Belgium were disinterred in 2021 and sent to a lab where they were able to find that this the remains belong to this man from Maryville, Tennessee. And his burial held, I'm sorry, there's not a date set for his burial, but his remains are coming back to Maryville, Tennessee. An American hero after all these years since the conclusion of World War II will be back on his home soil. Now, as a guy who follows World War II pretty closely, and I've been over in Germany and checked out a few of the sites, although I haven't been to Normandy there yet. I'm I'm looking forward to going. I, I don't know where G-E-Y in Deutschland is, so if you don't mind, I'm going to try to pull up my good old German map here for a second because I'm actually a little surprised that American forces were within the German borders in December of 1944, as this article says. As he, this had to have been part of the bulge operation let's see g-e-y in germany is located in here's your german map knowledge of the day in case you have a contest going on at the office uh, looks like this is in the hurtgen forest which was a big battle area of germany near aachen and over on the western side near belgium and france is where we're talking about so yes 
there were American troops that had crossed into that area of Germany. Of course, the German border is different during 1944 than they are today, but the Hurtgen Forest was an absolute uh, meat grinder there in that December and January time period of World War II. But luckily for the good guys, they were able to prevail there and prevail in the Battle of the Bulge, of which I had a great uncle killed in the Battle of the Bulge. So I know exactly how awful the fighting was in that time period. In fact, I named my son after my great uncle killed as a member of the 17th Airborne Division there. Hoorah! Fighting in January of 1945 was when Staff Sergeant Sharp was killed in World War II. But the remains now of this Tennessee and American hero, Joe Vineyard, coming back to America after his remains found in the last two years. Hey, there is not many World War II survivors out there. There are just literally probably only hundreds of, or a few thousand left. And there's at least one in Mobile, Alabama, that's getting ready to celebrate his 102nd birthday. And in, <laughs> this is pretty neat. There's an effort to give William F. Green at the William F. Green State Veterans Home, there is a mission to give Diddy Burgess, Henry Diddy, D-I-D-D-Y, to give Mr. Burgess 102 birthday cards for his 102nd birthday. Well, happy, happy birthday to this man his birthday by the way is going to be sunday so if you haven't got the card in the mail get out there and send it to the william f green state veterans home in the mobile alabama area as its oldest resident diddy is going to be turning 102 and he is a world war ii veteran and we wish him so so many more birthdays to come he actually has already survived COVID twice, and he's got an encyclopedic memory, according to the, an article at AL.com. He was born in Mobile, joined the Army in 1942, and served two years in Burma, where he worked as an aircraft mechanic on small airplanes. After the war, he got back to Mobile and has lived his life there. But turning 102 years old Sunday, and he is going to be looking for a bunch of cards, if, if at all possible. He is, his late wife was Mary. He's outlived her. And at the veteran's home, the most senior resident looking for cards. So if you get a chance, go get one and put one in the mail to Henry D-I-D-D-Y, Henry Diddy Burgess, care of the William F. Green State Veterans Home, at 300 Faulkner Drive, F-Wing, in Baymanette, Alabama, 36507. And rush that thing so it'll get there before Sunday. So Diddy will be able to celebrate his 102nd birthday, a World War II veteran. And Diddy, we thank you so much for your service, and happy, happy birthday. To Texas we go, and in the Texas panhandle, a fire and explosion there at a dairy farm injured one person. And get this, the reason this is a story that I'm reading here and telling you about is that this fire 50 miles southwest of Amarillo at the South Fork Dairy Farm, not the South Fork on Dallas, Jr. <laughs> he didn't have any control over this ranch. 
But at this fire at the Texas Handle, Texas Panhandle Farm, it killed an estimated 18,000 head of cattle. And it's now coming out. This was an accident that started with an engine fire and a manure vacuum truck cleaning part of the massive barn. That's what the state fire marshals report in Texas is now officially saying about this April 10th fire at the South Fork Dairy Farm, not all that far from Amarillo. How about that? How would you like to go clean up a fire where 18,000 head of cattle perished in the Texas panhandle? I like my hamburgers, but that's extra, extra, extra crispy there. Don't think that's a good thing but uh, man what a what a story now we tend to think when tragedy and awful things happen if nothing else we don't have to fight the federal government do we well in the west tennessee town of dresden there's some people thinking hmm maybe that's not always going to be the case that the government is going to help you out you see back in december of 2021 there was an EF3 tornado that went through Dresden, which is not all that far from Martin, Tennessee. And this tornado tore up houses and homes and, and businesses, and it left a, about a 200,000 cubic yard swath of, of debris as it went through Dresden, Tennessee. Luckily, in this town of 3,000, the storm injured less than 12 people, and nobody was killed. It caused $6 million when it went through Dresden in December of 2021. One of the businesses damaged by this tornado was the Dresden-Cumberland Presbyterian Church, a church that's been in Dresden since 1885. And unfortunately, they have had a hard time with their insurance. They've had a hard time trying to get this church back up and going the way it was prior to the storm. And it looks like the FEMA folks are not helping out with money to help get this Cumberland Presbyterian Church going. And that's really an unfortunate thing for the residents of Dresden and for this church in particular. And so this is just another example of why does the government help some people out and for others it fails to do such a thing. Stephen Ramsey is a Dresden resident, and and at a story posted at WSMV.com, they've gone and interviewed him, and he's a member or leader of that church, Dresden Cumberland Presbyterian Church in Dresden, and he explains how, as an elder in the church, the congregation has spent days and days trying to go through the rubble and salvage what they can of this Cumberland Presbyterian Church. And they're unable to finance the rebuild on their own, according to Ramsey. And that's why they've turned to the federal government for a little help. And they've applied to FEMA as a private nonprofit and still haven't got much there. So if you're listening out there, government, help them out. WSMV has sent an investigative reporter to, to assist and according to Ramsey, FEMA's decision to not help centered on a handwritten deed 
donating the property to the congregation back in 1886. The document failed to include the word Dresden in the congregation's name, resulting in a ruling by FEMA that the church's general assembly owned the building and not the local church members. Jeez, you got to be kidding me. Silliness, silliness, silliness. Anyway, let's try to get this solved and let the good people in Dresden, Tennessee, enjoy their Cumberland Presbyterian Church the way it may have been before the December 2021 tornado caused so much damage in that portion of the South. Here's an update on Jimmy Buffett. As we told you in our headlines, Buffett has been hospitalized with an undisclosed condition, and he ended up having to cancel a show that he was planning on having in Charleston, South Carolina. Hospitalized in Boston, in a letter posted on Jimmy Buffett's website, the singer said he had stopped in Boston for what would be a routine checkup, but, quote, wound up back in the hospital to address some issues that needed immediate attention. Buffett said he was returning from a trip to the Bahamas where he had been, quote, thawing out from the California winter tour. As he put on his social media site, growing old is not for sissies, I promise you. I also will promise you that when I am well enough to perform, that is what I'll be doing in the land of she-crab soup. Talking about Charleston. The Pascagoula, Mississippi native who spent a lot of time in lower Alabama and attended Auburn and Southern Miss where he got his degree in history from Hattiesburg at USM was supposed to be playing at Credit One Stadium. That is the tennis complex where they have the women's tennis deal that's really neat on Daniel Island in the Charleston area. He was supposed to be playing there Saturday and a lot of people were going to put on their parrot head attire and go see Jimmy Buffett in Charleston in May. What a perfect, perfect combination. Unfortunately, because of this illness, he is having to reschedule. We wish him all the best. He continued on his social media. I guess he was having plenty of time there in Boston to get on social media. This, I'll close with some other words from Mr. Buffett. He writes, you all make my life more meaningful and fulfilled than I would ever have imagined as a toe-headed little boy sitting on the edge of the Gulf of Mexico. Thank you for your prayers and thoughts, your amazing years of loyalty, and just remember, in all caps, he wrote this, not yet. All right, Jimmy Buffett, we wish him well in Boston and looking forward for him to get back on the uh, road and getting to Charleston and keeping those other tour dates that he was scheduled to have in the coming weeks and months ahead for the summertime. Summertime with Jimmy Buffett. I will say, as an alumnus of a Jimmy Buffett concert, they're pretty fun. They are pretty darn fun. Nice job, Mr. Southern Southerner Jimmy Buffett. All right, to the world of wrestling we go, and Billy Graham has died at age 79. The WWE world champion and pro wrestling legend, Dying, the real name of this wrestler, Eldridge Wayne Coleman, and his wife Valerie revealed that she refused to take him off of life support. He was battling kidney, heart, and lung problems before his death. And this wrestling legend, who was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame back in 2004, Billy Graham. I did not know there was a wrestler named Billy Graham until this story. I knew about a 
a televangelist named Billy Graham, but here you got a Hall of Famer, Billy Graham, passing away at the age of 79. I do not know where he was originally from, but does that matter if you're a wrestling fan? <laughs> Here's some more entertainment news on this Friday Y'all Show. We got some ludicrous news. Yeah, this is this is ludicrous as in the singer and not the expression. The Atlanta rapper and actor has received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Congratulations, ludicrous, as he was able to attend the event, put his hand down on the big star there in Hollywood. Christopher Brian Bridges got this honor and now getting a chance to have his name forever put on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. His acting career began when he made a cameo in the 2001 film The Wash. He's been in some other fairly big movies, including in the uh, Too Fast, Furious film alongside singer Tyrese and Paul Walker in that one as well. He's been in a bunch of movies and a rapper. Not bad for a guy who is from Champaign, Illinois originally, and then wound up in the music scene of the ATL, and through rapping, he was able to get into acting, and he's come a long way since that debut album, Back for the First Time. Y'all got that one on the 8-track? <laughs> that one went triple platinum, and Ludacris is such a big star, he now gets a big, big star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. We certainly wish him continued success as he moves forward with his career. And that is a look at headlines from across the South today. Coming up in the subsequent hours of the Y'all Show, we will continue on with these headlines, but also tell you about some other fun stuff going on across the Southeast, including what are the most common undergraduate degrees being awarded right now? As so many people right now are this weekend, or perhaps the previous weekends, they just picked up their college degree. What are the most common ones going on? And maybe that matches what you have hanging up on your wall, plus in and out I don't know how I missed this, but in and out the Western Hamburger Joint chain, they are making a big push across the Mississippi River, and at least in one of our southern states, they're going to have a headquarters and going to have a whole bunch of in and out locations. I'll tell you about that in our future news reports across the southeast, plus perhaps the biggest story of the day, Publix the grocery store from Florida, introducing eight new limited-time ice cream flavors. Y'all, get me out of here. I got to go to Publix. (laughs) Who, man, that sounds great. Love Publix sweet tea. If you've not had it, you're missing out. But if you've had it, now you can also accompany that with some delicious, oh, so good, some delicious Publix-branded ice cream. Summer's here, y'all. We will come back. We've got a sports update as the Y'all Show on this Friday continues. Thank you so much for tuning us in.
Hey, this is Chuck Walker with Southeastern Termite and Pest Control. We recently celebrated our 20th year in business here in West Tennessee. That's two decades of growth for us. We've added to our work family, moved locations a few times, seen our co-workers have kids and grandkids. We've even seen our clients who were kids when we started at their parents' house now call us to take care of their homes. Lots of things change over 20 years, but here's what hasn't. We can still be reached 24 hours a day. We still provide quality, guaranteed termite and pest control service for all of West Tennessee. We still are the go-to company for real estate closing letters. We still provide quality fungus treatments and affordable moisture barriers. We still take care of your bed bugs, brown recluse, and every other pest problem you could have. If you own a home, you need termite protection. And the biggest thing we've learned in 20 years, we need you. Give us a call 24 hours a day for a different kind of experience from a service company. Southeastern, 660-1052. That's Southeastern, 660-1052. Asia Garden voted Jackson's best sushi and Asian restaurant serving Jackson and West Tennessee for over 37 years. Walk into our dining room and know you're going to be served the absolute best Asian dishes from our expansive menu. You can also order directly from us at asiagardenjackson.com or call 731-668-9024. Since we're local, we can keep our fees at a minimum versus the competition. Asia Garden is West Tennessee's premier sushi and Asian restaurant. Think local. Think Asia Garden. Collision specialists certify collision experts. With many of the newer vehicles, manufacturers are training specific shops to do their repairs and certify that they're capable of repairing a vehicle back to pre-accident condition. These shops have to pass certain criteria to be certified, such as having the latest equipment and training. Collision specialist is certified for Nissan, Infiniti, Chrysler, Fiat, Dodge, Hyundai, just to name a few. Collision Specialist, your certified collision repairers. 668-9263 or visit us at 96 Fairway Boulevard, Jackson. Make Mama proud. Keep listening to The Y'all Show on West Tennessee Super Talk, 93.1 FM. Step inside. Walk this way. You and me, babe. All right, I'm not sure what happened with that, but welcome back. It's the Y'all Show time now here on the program to talk a little Southern sports and it is smack dab the final regular season weekend of college baseball. And because of the college baseball conferences having their conference tournaments next week, oftentimes starting in the middle of the week, this final regular season weekend, they pushed up to a Thursday, Friday, Saturday series for just about every single college baseball team. So as a result of that here on this Friday Y'all Show, I can tell you about final results from Game 1, which were played on Thursday for the Top 25 of college baseball. So let's take a gander, if you don't mind, at some of our Southern teams and how they performed. The Clemson Tigers, my goodness, they are on a tear. They're in the Top 10, ranked number 7, and the Tigers on Thursday able to knock off North Carolina 14-7. to Elsewhere, you've got Maryland in the Top 20, the Terps, with a huge run game against the the Penn State Nittany Lions. And in this Big Ten battle, 
Maryland escapes college. Uh, uh, where, where are they? State college. They they're from College Park and they played at State College in this one, but they were able to get the victory over Penn State 17-15 on Thursday. Back to the ACC, the number one team in the country, the Demon Deeks of Wake Forest, and Wake with the six-three victory over the Gobblers of Virginia Tech. That other team in Virginia did a little bit better Thursday. Number 21-ranked Virginia in Atlanta were able to knock off the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets 12-5. to The number five team in the country, a team that has been number one at, at some points in the season, but according to D1 Baseball, LSU's ranked number five, and it took them 12 innings, but the Tigers able to survive in Athens against Georgia in the 12th inning, getting an 8-5 to victory Thursday. Also in the SEC, this was a top 20 battle. And in Lexington, the Batcats of UK got beat by the number four team in the country, Florida, as the Gators prevail 10-3. to In the American Conference, East Carolina is ranked eight in the land. They went to a battle down in Tampa. And the Pirates prevail against the Bulls of USF 8-3 to on Thursday. Back to the SEC, a top 12 battle along Music Row and Vanderbilt falls at home to the number two team in the country. Number 12 Vanderbilt loses 8-2 to two to the Razorbacks of Arkansas. ACC battle taking place in Coral Gables and Duke ranked number 16. They were able to get the victory over the Hurricanes of Miami 5-3. to three. A contest in the Sun Belt that features number 23 Southern Miss and the Golden Eagles, who their coach just announced this week. I think he's going to be retiring I think I saw that on social media after many years leading the school in Hattiesburg. Southern Miss to the top, Golden Eagles 4, and the Raging Cajuns of ULL 0 on Thursday. A surprising team in college baseball this year has been out of Bowie's Creek, and that's in North Carolina. And on Thursday, USC Upstate, the Spartans with the 9-4 victory over the number 14 team in the country, the Campbell Fighting Camels. <laughs> Dallas Baptist is ranked number uh, 17 in the land, according to D1 Baseball, and they were beat at home by the Hilltoppers of Western Kentucky Thursday, 11-7. A Big 12 battle as West Virginia goes to Austin and the Horns, who are not currently ranked. That's a little surprising. And in this one, they ought to have been ranked because they got a 10-point win or 10-run win. I guess they may have even had a run rule. 12-2, the Longhorns over West Virginia Thursday. Also in the Big 12, it was number 25, Oklahoma State, in their Bedlam series against OU. The Cowboys 13-2 over OU on Thursday. And then you also have some teams ranked that are out of the South, so I won't spend too much time, but I'm actually surprised by this matchup. The number 10 team in the country and a team that's won several national championships in college baseball in the last few years, the Beavers of Oregon State, they're there in Oregon hosting a team from Cullowhee. And on Thursday, the Beavers got the 20-7 to victory over the, the Catamounts of Western Carolina out of the Southern Conference. So what a, what a big road trip for those guys from Cullowhee to go all the way out to Corvallis for a battle with the Beavers and the Pac-12 powerhouse of college baseball. That's a quick look at some scores Thursday. Those same contests will continue on here on this Friday and likely on Saturday, depending on weather, if they can get all three games in. But that's a quick look. Now, if you're an SEC fan and you're wondering how things are going, let me tell you that 
things are going pretty good for just about everybody in the SEC in terms of college baseball, except the two Mississippi schools. They are the worst teams in the SEC. And I don't have the complete bracket for Hoover and the SEC tournament in front of me because it's not officially out yet. But I can tell you, you can go ahead and scratch off Mike Bianco's Mississippi Landshark Black Bears because they're not going to Hoover. The defending national champions have a losing record as of today overall. And in the SEC, they're 6-22. and 22. This is your defending national champion. So they're not going to make it to Hoover. That's the one thing I can promise you. Now, Mississippi State's not much better. They're 9-19, and 19, and Chris Lamonis, the head coach of that ball club, is already fired, I think, his pitching coach, and he's barely hanging on two years away from winning a national championship there at Duty Noble. And if they don't get their act together this weekend and get a series win, I think they're playing Texas A&M, they will likely be sitting at home for the SEC tournament because I think it's two teams out of the 14 that aren't able to go to Hoover. And right now the, the bottom are your – your bottom feeders, which oddly enough, the home of catfish is Mississippi. <laughs> you got Mississippi State and that team from Oxford. Georgia is not doing too much better, but Georgia does have a 10 and 18 conference mark. That a little bit better than MSU. And then Missouri is 10 and 17. So one, two of these, one of these three bad teams will not be packing their bags for Hoover. They'll be sitting at home watching the tournament alongside that team out of uh, the 38655 zip code, actually 38677 if you're on campus there at the University of Mississippi. That's a quick look at college baseball here on the final regular season weekend of that sport. NBA playoffs, they continue. On Thursday, the Western Conference Finals Game 2 went down, and the Denver Nuggets got the victory over the Lakers 108 103. What a big, big win for Denver. Now they're two up in this one as they take this series down to Tinseltown. Game three will be Saturday. Nuggets, Lakers. Now to the Eastern Conference side of things, they resume their battle on this Friday. The Heat with a 123-116 win in game one. Game two set for an 8.30 Eastern, 7.30 Central tip-off on TNT as the Heat look to go up 2-0 and then head down to Miami with a 2-0 lead. Of course, all you Celtics fans are hoping to even this thing out and then do well down on the beach in Miami and come back to Boston, maybe close it out and get to the NBA Finals. But the Miami Heat, a very good ball club if you think about it. An expansion team in 1988. They've already got a couple of NBA titles and here they are Pretty darn close to getting back into at least the finals subset before they likely could uh, face off against the Denver Nuggets. And that may not be the most star-studded matchup of the NBA Nuggets Heat if that were the if that were the way it would shake out. But I like it because it would be some really good players for for both of these ball clubs. But the playoffs continuing this weekend. Check it out on on your favorite uh, NBA outlet, if you will. Former North Carolina Tar Heel quarterback and current Pittsburgh Steeler QB Mitch Trubisky has inked an extension with the Steelers as he and the ball club finalizing a two-year extension. He was the number two overall pick a while back for the Chicago Bears. 
and now has found his way to the Steelers. And he and the and the Steelers looking to finalize the extension. GM for Pittsburgh, Omar Khan, has said in an interview with the Pat McAfee show that he was finishing up the extension and did not disclose the length of the deal. But Trubisky was set to have a $10.6 million strike against the cap for the 2023 season. So Mitch Trubisky, who's not long ago got a $14 million contract with the Steelers on the first day of free agency back in 2022, restructuring, figuring things out, and hopefully for him getting a chance to keep playing a little ball. I know that uh, the Steelers drafted in 2022 Pickett out of Pitt, and he ended up starting a little bit at the end of the season. Trubisky, still, the, the I think the jury's out on him. I know in Chicago, he mostly was not very good, but there were signs of life and signs of good QB play from him when he was leading that team when he started his career. But they... Obviously, the, the 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 Bears sent him on to another team when they were able to get Justin Fields to come in and be their QB. And look, Chicago had the number one pick in this year's draft, and they felt good enough about their QB situation that they were able to make a trade with the Carolina Panthers and get DJ Moore to come to Chicago to help Fields and that Bear offense. But the story today is, the Pittsburgh Steelers and their one of, one of their QBs, Mitch Trubisky, looking to finalize a two-year extension with that club. All right, that is a look at some of the sports, but we're not done talking sports here in this opening hour of y'all. When we return from the timeout, we will take you to the golf course. It's the PGA Championship. It's going on this weekend in Rochester, New York, and we'll give you an update from the course And also, we'll rewind to our Thursday Y'all Show, where College Tour X's Jason Nall was our special guest, and he's going to help preview what we'll be seeing there in upstate New York. All that is ahead as the Y'all Show continues. Don't be afraid of the real estate market. Be afraid of hiring the wrong real estate agent. Are you wondering if you can still make money on the sale of your home? I'm Beth Halton with the Halton Home Team, and the answer is yes. Yes, you can. The Halton Home Team has customized marketing systems, pricing strategies, and decades of experience that will guarantee you the most money for the sale of your home. We realize that selling your home can be stressful. However, the Halton Home Team will work hard to make your real estate experience go from stress to success. We know that no two real estate transactions are alike, so we're going to walk you through the entire process, allowing you to have the confidence that you're getting top dollar for your home. The reason I can make all these claims is that we have helped thousands of happy families in the Jackson area to sell their homes in the past, and we will continue to help them in the future. I encourage you to take a look at our nearly 500 five-star reviews on Google. We look forward to meeting you and helping you buy or sell your home. Just call 984-2200 or Google the Haltom Home Team today. 
Elite Contractors is the number one choice for roofing in West Tennessee. But did you know that Elite Contractors does the same quality work in water mitigation, helping you recover from natural disasters, pipes bursting, mold extraction, and more, working directly with the insurance company. For over 20 years, Elite's award-winning and experienced team has been dedicated to exceeding our customers' expectations. Elite Contractors wants to be your contractor for life for all your commercial, residential, and insurance restoration needs. Visit our website to see our work and schedule an estimate, EliteContractorsUS.com. Tennessee Tractor is hiring for all 10 locations. At Tennessee Tractor, they're committed to your success through their dedication and to service and to excellence through innovation. Tennessee Tractor is currently looking for service technicians. If you have one or more years of experience performing service repair, go to our jobs tab on the WNWS.com website and look for Tennessee Tractor to apply. You must have a high school diploma or equivalent and a valid driver's license to apply. Benefits include, but are not limited to, medical, dental, vision, paid time off, and 401k. For more information, go to WNWS.com and select jobs or go to careers at TennesseeTractor.com. At Southern Airways, we fly to make your day. Southern Airways is putting Jackson back on the map. Flying from McKellar Sipes and making connections in Atlanta is easier than ever because Jackson has been awarded our own gate at the busiest airport in the world. Avoid the long TSA lines at Hartsfield. Land directly at gate E37. Tokyo to your left, Orlando to your right. It's all easy when you fly directly into America's biggest hub. Book today at iFlySouthern.com. Roberts Jewelers, your local jeweler for over 75 years. Thanks for choosing Roberts as your local family-owned business. Roberts has an in-house jeweler and appraiser, Dennis Hornsby, who is a graduate gemologist and has been with Roberts for over 30 years. Roberts does custom design jewelry in their very own RJ Case Custom Design Studio. Book your appointment with Chris online at RobertsJewelersInc.com. Stay in the know with events and promos on Roberts Jewelers' Facebook and Instagram. Roberts Jewelers, 405G Van Drive in Jackson. From the Smokies to the Bayou, this is the Y'all Show on West Tennessee Supertalk 93.1 FM. Back into y'all talk with an accent on the South and continuing some sports discussion here on this Friday edition. The fellow singing that song there, Mr. Glenn Campbell, was quite the golfer. In fact, he was playing golf on November 22nd, 1963, when he found out that John F. Kennedy was assassinated in Dallas. That's how big of a golfer he was and, and was throughout his life. And in golf world right now it is the second major of the year the pga championship taking place in rochester new york this weekend and bryson dechambeau what a great job by the former smu golfer as he ended up walking away after thursday's delayed round at oak hill with the lead with a 466 one shot better than South Carolina's Dustin Johnson or Texas's Scotty Scheffler. Corey Connors also one shot behind Bryson DeChambeau. Again, a 66 during the first round of the PGA Championship. So keep an eye on this live golfer Bryson DeChambeau. You may not recognize him. He's not wearing the Payne Stewart attire these days now that he's moved over to the live tour. But just a fascinating guy, a guy who's got a U.S. Open title to his credit is Bryson DeChambeau. 
On Thursday, we had Jason Nall, the head of the College Tour X, stop by the Y'all Show. And each Friday here on the show, we have what we call ICYMI, in case y'all missed it. And Jason stopped by to help us preview this latest PGA Championship. And we're going to go back and hear our conversation where we talked about the live golfers as well as what he expects from these guys seeking another of the steps needed to to have the grand slam of golf and you're going to enjoy hearing what jason nall has to say about that right here on the y'all show it's icymi jason nall now that we saw the masters which went down back in what the first weekend of april you saw john rom win the masters but the guys that finished i think second and third in the masters Phil Mickelson and also Brooks Kepka. Those are live golf members. Yeah. So my question is, how big of a deal is it for the live people to come into this second major of the year? Well, I think it's pretty. Um, I think it's interesting. Um, you know, I would have to say I've softened a bit on live. You know, I, I versus last year, but it doesn't mean I'm uh, doesn't mean I'm a I'm a proponent of live golf. If it was anybody other than the Saudis that were backing this and funding live golf, I would love to see the competition and the change. And but I just can't. It's hard for me to get behind a Saudi backed product. To be completely honest. That said, the players were very very competitive at the Masters, and Phil Mickelson, uh, the oldest player to finish second in a major, the oldest player to win a major. He won the PGA Championship not last year, but the year before at age 51. Uh, and the funny thing was if you watched that Sunday coverage, now I'll admit, Phil Mixon was never a threat to win the tournament. He was well back second. It was always between John Rahm and Bruce Kepka. But uh, CBS, uh, they, they barely covered Phil Mixon to run to finish second at 53 years old. It was Totally different handling of Phil Mickelson, who's always been a fan favorite. So it's just a little awkward, to say the least, uh, when these PGA Tour and Live Tour players get together. Uh, so we'll see that again this week. Well, one of the other big things that always happens at a major is, oh my gosh, what does this player need to do to get the Grand Slam of golf? So who are the ones who are... Desperate, I guess would be the word, to try to get that next major. They're missing out on a PGA championship, and they need this one to get that grand slam. Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth. And he, you know, he was the, the young gunslinger and, uh, and really had a fast start to his PGA Tour career and win a major, but it has slowed down uh, from a major championship standpoint over the last you know, five to ten years, and now he stands seen to win the PGA Championship. Uh, he comes in with a bit of a wrist injury. It's a question mark. Says it's fine. He's going to be able to go. Uh, but the biggest challenge, I believe, for Steve is the added 400 yards I talked about at the opening of this segment on Oak Hill. Steve, uh, you know, he was when he's winning, he's winning with his putter and his accuracy off the tee. Uh, he's not the longest driver out there. In fact, he's in the lower 50%, and that added distance to make it a challenge for him. He'll really need a good putter to get out of here with his grand slam and his uh, fourth major at the PGA Championship. 
All right, that was Jason Nall of College Tour X. He stopped by Thursday. That was our ICYMI, in case y'all missed it, as he previewed from Oak Hill the PGA Championship. And he was just talking about Jordan Spieth there. And I don't see him anywhere near the top 20 in what he did on Thursday's round, so he better step it up if he wants to get that uh, step toward the Grand Slam. We'll wrap up this Y'all Show Hour 1 after this. Did you know we are a co-op? Hello, folks. This is Gary Deaton at Deaton's Carpet Wine. Yes, we're locally owned and a 1,000 stores strong nationwide. In 1985, Deaton's united with another independent business just like us to gain buying power and added value to give you a shopping experience that you will just love. As a family business supported by Carpet One membership, we are dedicated to our local community, and yes, we're dedicated to helping others. So ask about our beautiful guarantee. If you don't just love it, we'll replace it. And our healthy living installation that removes mold, mildew, and dust mites. Our lifetime labor warranty on everything that we install. Those three guarantees make your buying experience almost priceless. Deaton's Carpet One. Yes, we're a co-op. North America's largest flooring buying co-op. So come by Deaton's Carpet One. We'd love to serve you. We're located on the 45 Bypass right here in good old Jackson, Tennessee. Sakura Japanese Restaurant set the standard in West Tennessee for sushi, specialty rolls, and hibachi grill items. Sakura also offers a Chinese menu with lunch specials available Monday through Sunday. All lunch specials served with egg drop or hot and sour soup, salad, and mixed rice. Sakura also offers a full bar with a happy hour on Fridays, 5 to 7 p.m., and Saturdays all night, two-for-one domestic beers. You can dine in the newly remodeled dining area at 70 Carriage House Drive or call Sakura at 731-664-2878 for takeout or delivery. Well, that wraps up the first hour of this Y'all Show. We'll be right back here for another hour after this top of the hour news. Thanks for listening to Y'all. We are West Tennessee's conservative voice, WTJS, Alamo, Jackson, West Tennessee, Super Talk 93.1. USA News. I'm Richard Johnson. As the G7 leaders impose new sanctions on Russia over its war in Ukraine, they're getting ready to welcome the president of Ukraine, Volodymyr Zelensky. He'll be in Japan on Sunday after a stop in Saudi Arabia where Arab leaders are holding a summit. The new G7 sanctions target about 300 Russian people and entities, banning them from the U.S. financial system. While in Japan, President Biden got an update on the debt ceiling talks. And on Capitol Hill, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy said he is optimistic a deal is near. I can see from our discussions, too, where everybody can get to, where this could raise the debt ceiling, take concerns what we have about our spending, take concerns about wanting to limit, save, and grow. But members of the House Freedom Caucus want McCarthy to stop negotiating until the Senate passes a House bill that raises the debt ceiling and makes some big spending cuts. Senate Democrats say that's not happening. As we learn that Florida Governor Ron DeSantis plans to make his White House bid official next week, what about former Vice President Mike Pence? He tells the Fox Business Network he knows the clock is ticking. I think anybody who's serious about about entering the race for the Republican nomination for president uh, would have to be in by the end of June. So I promise you, you'll know our intentions before the end of June. Pence also says he's not surprised that Disney is canceling a billion-dollar expansion of its corporate offices in Florida. 
The plan had been to move about 2,000 Disney workers from California to Florida. Accused classified documents leaker Jack DeShera is due back in court in Worcester, Massachusetts today as the judge decides whether DeShera deserves bail. Prosecutors want the 21-year-old National Guardsman to remain locked up before his espionage trial. They are resuming the first round of the PGA Championship in Rochester, New York this morning. Darkness fell before on-course leader and tour rookie Eric Cole could finish. He's one shot ahead of Bryson DeChambeau. This is USA News. Psst. Hey, Mark, remember, getting help from Progressive is so easy. You can use the mobile app, chat with us online, or call us. And you pick now to tell me. I couldn't miss Little Grace's ballet recital. Oh, thanks for inviting me, by the way. Did I? Because you know I'm always here for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can use the mobile app if I need help. Sorry, you're in my wife's seat, though? Oh, yeah, I gotta go anyway. <laughs> tell Grace she nailed her chasse. Get the help you need from Progressive with our mobile app, online chat, or over the phone. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Do you have a story to tell? Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network handles everything. If you have a print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, call Audiobook Network now and get our free audiobook guide. 800 734 1229. 800 734 1229. More than 100,000 people around the USA died from drug overdoses last year. That's the most ever in a single year. But the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says overdose deaths are starting to level off. They surged during the first two years of the COVID pandemic. The FDA's independent vaccine advisors say Pfizer's vaccine that protects infants from RSV is good to go. In a unanimous vote Thursday, the panel agreed the vaccine efficacy data was sufficient. RSV, which is a respiratory infection that causes cold-like symptoms, is common in young children. The single-dose shot would be given to expectant mothers late in their pregnancy and would trigger the development of antibodies that are passed on to the fetus. It would then provide protection for about the first six months of a baby's life. A decision to fully approve the shot now falls on the FDA, which is slated to make a final decision in August. I'm Skip Kelly. Google's agreed to pay $40 million to the state of Washington over misleading users about how they're tracked. The suit claimed that Google led users to believe they had control over how Google collected and used their location data. A tradition during final exam week at the University of Maryland may be on its last legs. For years, students would place items around the statue of Testudo, the terrapin that is the school's mascot, for good luck. Campus police say it's gone too far, and Testudo is now surrounded by mostly trash, including road signs and even a couch. I'm Richard Johnson, USA News. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-471-7065. 800-471-7065. 800-471-7065. That's 800-471-7065. So what brings you to Farmer's Market? I like to try to live a healthy lifestyle and healthy fruits and vegetables and just spending time with my family. Coming out, the music, and just seeing people you haven't seen in a while, especially Due to the COVID pandemic, it's a good feeling. Uh, I come to the farmer's market for the fresh produce and also for the food trucks. I don't live in town anymore, but when I come back, we're 
to see family. We love to go to the farmer's market. It's just a cool little environment. Everyone here is happy and enjoying all the produce. It's just nice. It's a Jackson staple. I come to the farmer's market because there's a lot of products that you can't get, a lot of different produce that you can't get in the places like Walmart, and I know they're a lot fresher. And actually, the prices are better. So if you like high-quality veggies, the Jackson Farmer's Market is the place to go. Come see what's waiting for you at the Farmer's Market, downtown Jackson, Tennessee. This is the Y'all Show on West Tennessee Super Talk 93.1 FM. Keep it Southern. Hope you've got big plans for the weekend. Welcome in to Y'all Talk with an Accent on All Things Southern. I am the General of All Things South, John Rawl of Y'all.com is my name, and I am your gracious host, and it is a privilege to sit here and sometimes stand here because my leg starts hurting, but it's just great to be here with you, y'all, as we get you all covered with what's going on in the southeast of the United States. And if you're a resident of the 16 southern states, then you ought to just fit right in. Come on in. Join us. And if you're not, well, come on. We, we got room for you. We, you can learn what's going on in the south, and we'll make you a, a southerner at heart. <laughs> we will be talking southern money later in this hour. We've got Paul Hare of the Hare Financial Group. He'll be checking in with us as we wrap up the week from a financial perspective that's ahead. Plus, we'll be letting you know about what's at the movie theater this middle of May weekend. We've got at least one film that's hit in the box office that has one beautiful Southerner star in it. And I'll tell you what it is in our Dixie Cinema segment coming up later in the Y'all Show. And we got plenty of great stuff in our final hour here on the program all about Dixie. If you would like to be involved with us, you are certainly, certainly welcome to do that. You can text us anytime at 615-208-4184. 615-208-4184. The direct line to catch us is 731-554-1169. We start off this hour of y'all talking headlines and what's going on from a news perspective across the Southland. And the big story from a national political perspective today is that Tim Scott, the South Carolina U.S. Senator, is now putting a bunch of money into campaign ads in Iowa and New Hampshire. He's got a $5.5 million ad buy that's just been made as he's expected to be a Republican presidential Campa- uh, Republican presidential contender, and he's got a campaign. Now, he formed an exploratory committee some time back, but now the South Carolina senator jumping in at what 
not officially, but unofficially, jumping in with these campaign ads. Tim Scott is a 57-year-old man born in North Charleston, South Carolina, back in 1965. And he seems to be on the trajectory for being another of the Republicans jumping in to try to be the nominee to face off against Joe Biden. That's if Joe Biden makes it. We're starting to see more and more traction for a few of these other people, like Robert Kennedy Jr. I think he's polling at 20%. A guy who's never had any kind of political office. Sure, his dad was a senator for New York and was assassinated during his own run for the president in 1968, and his uncle was JFK. But there is there's some movement for a for a different person, perhaps. And we got plenty of time. The Democrats and even Joe Biden could still reverse his planning to try to be president. But on the Republican side, there's no shortage. You got Asia Hutchinson already in. You got Nikki Haley. You've got the guy with the long name that's in. You've got uh, people like Mike Pence expected to run. You've got Ron DeSantis expected just next week is the is the word on the street that he's going to jump in and be a Republican contender. And then you got a guy named Donald Trump that's already out there leading everybody. Poll numbers for him are over 50%. Tim Scott, who has had a good relationship with President Trump, now looking to go up against him, just like Nikki Haley had an okay relationship before she decided to run on her own. Remember, she called him, not necessarily to get his blessing, but to tell him that she was going to run. And he told her something like, well, you got to do what you got to do. And she decided to do it. And she likes to say she's never lost an election. But Nikki, I got word, I got news for you. I don't think you're going to beat Donald Trump in this Republican primary. I know you're not. I'm going to go ahead and say, I know you're not going to beat him. Now, there might be somebody else that beats him, too, and beats all of you. He's going Somebody's going to beat all y'all, <laughs> but it won't be Nikki Haley. And I'll tell you why. One of the reasons she can't win is Tim Scott, because they're going to split South Carolina's primary vote, which only helps Donald Trump, but that's if they're still in it. Nikki Haley might pull the old Kamala Harris routine. Remember, Kamala Harris ran for president in 2020, and she only made it through one debate and maybe one primary, Iowa, maybe. I, I know she didn't make it to South Carolina. I don't think she did. She was out of that thing early, and maybe that's the reason Joe Biden picked her because she was forgotten about early in that presidential race of 2020 for, for the Democrats. And there was at least one debate, if you'll go back and remember, where she got nasty toward Joe Biden talking about busing or something to do with her being the only little black kid in some school in California that she attended. And lo and behold, he goes and picks her to be his VP whenever the time came for him to, to do that. To his credit, he got that nomination. And he he can thank a southern state, by the way, for it, and that would be the same state that Tim Scott's from, South Carolina. If he had not won the South Carolina primary, there's he would have been out. I mean, he was already on life support heading into that primary. 
he got killed in New Hampshire. He got killed in Iowa. He was forgotten about. But when the base of the Democratic Party, black women, had a chance to be heard, and that's the case in South Carolina, that changed everything. And that's why you've got Joseph Robinette Biden as president. And I just remembered his middle name, speaking of headlines from across the South, because on Thursday, North Georgia's own Marjorie Taylor Greene put forward impeachment paperwork against Joseph Robinette Biden because she's mad about the border. And she's using that as an excuse to have an impeachment on President Biden. Now, I like Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's pretty good at a lot of stuff, but this is stupid. This is stupid because there's no way this is even going to get through the Republicans in the House. So it's a waste of time. If you're going to impeach Biden, don't do it for the border. And you should have done it for Afghanistan and the disaster there. But that may not have been a big enough disaster to warrant an impeachment. I just don't want to see Republicans doing what the Democrats have done in the last couple of years with Trump in office. They jumped to impeachments when they really shouldn't have, and it was a waste of time. It was a waste of time, energy, and all it did was hurt Trump. It, it hurt Trump, and, and I guess that's what they were looking for. They weren't necessarily looking to win the impeachment. They just wanted to keep damaging Trump, just like the Russia collusion deal. Nothing there, but it hurt Trump. It sure, it sure didn't help him. And so Marjorie Taylor Greene on Thursday with a press conference, in fact, last night I had to make sure I was right on this, she butchered the first word out of her mouth. <laughs> And I know that we shouldn't be picking on our fellow Southerners and our Southern speech, but uh, come on. If you're going to impeach somebody, at least, for goodness sakes, get up there and speak the King's English properly. If you're going to use one of those fancy words, and I'm sorry, bear with me just a second because I had to make sure that when I heard her say it, I thought, that's that's not the right word. She didn't say that right, did she? And... And so I went back, yeah, solemnity. Uh, when she got up and spoke at that press conference at the Capitol on Thursday, I think her word was solemn, solemnity. Go back and listen for yourself, but it was not solemnity. I got my little phone here. I'm going to tell you, this is what Google's voice thing says for the word solemnity. Make sure, hopefully I won't get in trouble copyright-wise for the proper pronunciation of this word, which, by the way, solemnity means the state or quality of being serious and dignified. All right, phone, don't mess up on me. Here's your one chance to shine on the Y'all Show. Here we go. Solemnity. Did you hear that? Solemnity. Solemnity, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Again, I like her a lot, but that was like the first word she used at a press conference, and she totally butchered it. That doesn't help the case. That doesn't help the South. It doesn't help her. And we got to fix that. Solemnity, I think is how she said it. <laughs> Sorry, don't mean to pile on, but you asked for it, MTG. The recently 
divorced Marjorie Taylor Greene or in the process. And that was also a story that broke on Thursday. Florida-born and Colorado-raised congressman and a fellow Republican squad member, Lauren Boebert, filed for divorce. She is a mother of four. She's only 36 years old. She's about to be a grandmama at 36. And she and her longtime husband are now splitting up in Colorado. Remember at one time before she got to be a congressman, she and her husband owned a restaurant in Rifle, Colorado. And at that restaurant, she and the other waitresses went around serving people with guns on their hip because it was a gun-themed restaurant there in Colorado. Lauren Boebert, some personal news coming out from her on Thursday. She's divorcing. Maybe she'll have more time to spend with some of those other people that she's often with, which I'm not trying to throw out theories here, but she spent a lot of time going to rallies and stuff with the Trump crowd. And that includes Matt Gates, her fellow congressman. Not saying, not just, just you just have to wonder. Just throwing that out there. Uh, no, no, whatever. Hey, Lauren, when you get divorced, give me let, let's uh, let's talk politics. Jimmy Buffett hospitalized with an undisclosed condition. He was supposed to be playing in Charleston this weekend, but he ended up canceling his Saturday show because he stopped by a hospital in Boston for a routine checkup. But as he says, wound up back in the hospital to address some issues that needed immediate attention. And he had actually spent some time recently in the Bahamas where he had been, quote, thawing out from the California winter tour, goes to Boston and ends up being told, you got to stay here. We got to do some more evaluation on you, Mr. Mississippi, Alabama, Gulf Coast, Florida Keys singer. Buffett went on social media to say, Growing old is not for sissies, I promise you. I also will promise you that when I am well enough to perform, that is what I'll be doing in the land of she-crab soup, which is a very famous dish in the Charleston and Lowcountry region of South Carolina, where he was supposed to play Saturday at the Credit One Stadium on Daniel Island, and that's going to be rescheduled. So Jimmy Buffett... In the news, and we wish him a speedy recovery as he will be back up and going before you know it. But all you parrot heads at least expected to see him in Charleston this weekend, you're going to have to hold off on your partying because he's going to have to get well and get back up and going in Boston before he can get back to the road and go to places like Charleston for his tour. And we wrap up our headlines for this hour with a little hamburger talk, if you don't mind. And I don't know how I missed this. I try to be an expert on all things fast food for sure in the Southeast. But I did not realize that it took the governor of Tennessee to make this announcement, and it went right past me. And I apologize, Tennessee. But Governor Bill Lee a few months back announced that In-N-Out Burger would be coming to Tennessee. And not only are they coming to Tennessee, this popular fast food chain is going to open a office, a territory office in Franklin, just south of Nashville. They're going to open that in the next few years, and they are going to open restaurants throughout the south with locations 
in and around Nashville, Knoxville, and more. And this is the first expansion of In-N-Out Burger east of Texas, what they're doing in Tennessee. So how about that? In fact, in Williamson County, where the headquarters of the eastern portion of In-N-Out is going to be, they're planning to invest $125 million in a 100,000-square-foot building just off of Interstate 65. I wonder if there will be an actual location of an In-N-Out. I know there used to be a Steak and Shake at that same location that they're talking about, I-65 in the Franklin area. A lot of other good places around that area, fast food-wise, including a Witz Witz Barbecue, uh, now that I think about it. But uh, In-N-Out, In-N-Out, which has 385 locations in California, Nevada, Arizona, Texas, and more, now heading across that Mississippi, and for Tennessee at least, it looks like great news. And something tells me, In-N-Out, you've got plans to go into some of these other wonderful southern states if given the opportunity, and, and can't wait. Now, I will tell you, I've been to an In-N-Out out in the Phoenix area, and it really reminded me a lot of the Five Guys franchise of hamburger joints. So if you've been to a Five Guys, I'd say they're very similar. They do have good shakes, and that's very important when you're going to a fast food place. <laughs> that's a quick look at headlines. We're not done with the food talk. Make sure you stick around in Hour 3. I'm going to tell you how Publix grocery store chain They're introducing a whole new line of ice cream flavors for the summertime. And and that includes eight new flavors Publix is going to have out there for you. Yeah, cannot wait to get to a Publix and check out what the new offerings are. going to sound great. I'll tell you what, there's some great news perhaps for you if you're looking at Wall Street. And I'm not going to tell you about it. Paul Hare is going to tell you about it. He's with the Hare Financial Group. He's standing by, and he'll be right here after the timeout to tell us about the week on Wall Street and the financial futures. All that right here on Talk with an Accent on the South. Tractor, we understand that not everyone has a degree, but that shouldn't hold you back from pursuing your dreams. We're here to help you get trained and kickstart your journey as a John Deere technician. Our team of experts will guide you every step of the way, providing you with the knowledge and skills that you need to become a pro. We're now hiring at all of our Tennessee Tractor locations, so don't miss out on this incredible opportunity. At Tennessee Tractor, we don't just offer a job, we offer a way of life. Apply today by going to careers at tennesseetractor.com. The Summit Jackson is an elevated new way to live in Jackson. The luxury of leasing your home and owning your life. These new construction two or three bedroom homes have the newest smart technology. Every home has cameras, a ring doorbell, and an ADS alarm. This is all included in your rental price and all controlled by an app on your phone. Also, zero maintenance, and yes, that includes the lawn. Our gated community can be found at the intersection of Highway 45 and North Highland Avenue. To learn more, visit thesummitjackson.com. Jesus said, everyone who drinks of this water shall thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall become in him a well of water springing up to eternal life. So my friends, Jesus is the water of life. He is the source of the supply of the fountain which gushes forth living water. The essence of life, which is in Jesus' blood. In him is the possibility of the fullness of life and enjoyment. Jesus says, 
Let the water of my life well up in you and flow out in a never-ending stream. When you feel dry, speak to the source and say, Spring up, O well. Through the hard, rocky places of your life, joy and peace will tumble forth and cause you to be a blessing to everyone you meet. This is the Y'all Show on West Tennessee Super Talk 93.1 FM. Keep it Southern. She never wanted to be why pick a fence down her heart's like a feather in a Tulsa wind. Seaside breeze will bring her to life And all them other boys say She's a goodbye girl She'll wreck your world And leave before the morning sun But here she is free Right next to me Cause I ain't trying to tame her love I keep the windows down And the wind in hair Keep her heart hanging on out Every turn She ain't scared to get tied down Scared to get burned Just looking That's the debut hit for Corey Kent, a talented Okie. And that one's in the top five. Wild as her. Congratulations, country music newcomer. Well, our next guest here on the Y'all Show as we wrap up the week is no newcomer to how you can make money and how to keep track of what's going on in the financial world. It's Paul Hare of the Hare Financial Group. And we welcome him in and say hello and happy weekend to you, Paul. Well, happy weekend to you. We're uh, looking forward to some nice weather, it looks like, so I'm excited about that. At least uh, last I saw we were looking at nice weather. I'm in Indianapolis, Indiana right now, uh, wrapping up a conference up here, and uh, the hotel I'm staying at is hosting the teams that are playing for the national championship in the NCAA Division II women's lacrosse. So uh, got to see a lot of talked to a lot of people from all over the United States and it's been pretty interesting and I've learned a lot about lacrosse and so <laughs> that's a big sport uh, in the, along the eastern seaboard and it's what making its way across the rest of the south but certainly a big deal in some of the northeastern states too oh, oh yeah they've got teams here from Pennsylvania uh, Michigan Florida and uh, I'm trying to remember where the third the fourth team is from but they have four four teams playing it out so you hear a lot of background noise that's what you're hearing they're coming into the restaurant ah okay well we appreciate the input on lacrosse uh, a booming sport now the question is is the economy booming this week well we're seeing good signs uh we're seeing the the back off of regional bank concerns they're still there's still going to be some issues they're going the fed's going to have to make some changes and some regulation uh, adjustments for that. The big thing is going to be the difference between an individual account and a business account. Uh, they are, and the big consensus, and I agree with it, is that they cover a hundred percent of payroll accounts uh, of businesses. Uh, they're talking about raising the um, uh, FDIC coverage to cover all accounts. I think that's a bad idea. 
because that's going to basically say to bankers, hey, you can get as reckless as you want because the Fed's going to back you up. Um, I think they need to keep uh, a limit on that just to keep the the bankers honest. Now, <clears throat> when I say that, I'm talking about the one not in our area. I'm talking about the ones that are, you know, that are small, uh, smaller regional banks trying to uh, grow their accounts by offering really high interest rates, higher than normal. And so that's um, that's a lot of concern there. So that's what we're seeing a lot of. We're also seeing that the it's what's really interesting. You talk about an inverted yield curve. When you've got the two-year treasury note paying 5.25 now everybody thinks two months and put money in there in two months i get 5.25 no what you do is you take five an annual yield of 5.25 divide it by 12 and multiply it by two and that's what you get on a two-year treasury note you do not get five and a quarter percent there's no way because that'd be a 50 percent yield on your investment and there's no way the government pay that kind of interest so but that you know that it does it does affect things because you've got to remember we were borrowing from the social security department and putting treasury notes in there now you're putting higher interest rate treasury notes meaning you have to pay yourself back even higher than you expected so that's going to create some issues down the road this you know but overall we see the economy doing well yes we're seeing jobs cooling but uh, there's still still jobs out there to be had if people are willing to go to work. So I can tell you that's what we're seeing right now. Paul here, Hair Financial Group, our guest here as we wrap up the week from a Southern financial perspective. And, Paul, we recently saw the official declaration that COVID was over. Have we seen a similar response from any of the financial people within government that COVID's over and so some of these maybe rules or regulations are, are relaxed? Well, I can say this. Uh, we'll probably see it in the more uh, uh, moderate states. We've already seen COVID is over in the more conservative states like Tennessee, um, Alabama, uh, Cal- uh, excuse me, uh, Florida. You're already seeing those economies have loosened up a while back. Now that we've had the official announcement, we'll probably see uh, the other states loosen up even more. But, yeah, now in the financial world, yeah, we'll probably see it. You're going to see the push for people to go back to the office instead of working remote. Uh, That's going to be a big push. So that could be a way of uh, easing the job market because, some people say, well, I just won't go back to the office. And so there could be some attrition that way. But you're going to see more requirement of people going back to work at the brick and mortar, not at the house. Sure. I don't know if you saw this. This week on Capitol Hill, there was some kind of discussion about the remote work from a federal worker standpoint. And Marsha Blackburn, the senator of Tennessee, was really grilling one of the, the officials with government about that because she had evidence that we're government workers who were quote working remotely who had other jobs they were also working remotely with at the same time yeah and see that's that's where uh you're going to see these employers start saying okay how much am i productivity am i actually getting when they first started it a lot of people saw an initial increase 
But then as people began to realize supervision was not over them as much, they could, you saw uh, production and uh, improvement decrease. Uh, and it's, in fact, lower now than it was before COVID when people were having to report to the office. So that's what you're seeing. People working two or three jobs from the house, working remotely, probably dedicating three hours to each job and drawing a full salary. Hmm. Well, I'll tell you who can work remotely because he's doing it now, but he will do a great job no matter where he's located is Paul Hare. <laughs> of the Hare Financial Group. Is Indianapolis some kind of financial headquarters of the of the country? Well, well, they do have a lot of, uh, of financial institutions up here. It's just where my broker-dealer uh, has one of its regional offices. Uh-huh. And so we come up here for that instead of driving all the way to Omaha, Nebraska. I really don't want to do that. Uh, Indianapolis has a little bit better weather in omaha and so uh, no offense to people who are from nebraska that are listening but um you know it's it, it was a but it, it's a little bit cooler up here i uh yesterday morning i woke up to uh temperatures 46 degrees mm. and i thought well i didn't bring anything to prepare for that so. <laughs> but um I, I will tell you this what we're probably going to see is like i've said the first six months we have there's going to be volatility we're we're now going to see a kind of uh, leveling off in a growth in the economy. As far as our area, I don't see a, a hard recession. Uh, as far as West Tennessee, Western Kentucky, Middle Tennessee, I just don't see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got too many people coming in, in and out burgers coming into Franklin. Uh, one of the uh, regional vice presidents I talked to with my broker-dealer here, they're moving uh, from uh, Michigan, uh, no, excuse me, Wisconsin, Green Bay, Wisconsin, and moving to uh, the, looking at the Franklin area. And she asked me what I thought, and I said, well, tax-wise, property tax-wise, everything else, you're better off in Franklin, DR, than in the greater Nashville area. And uh, believe it or not, that is true. So uh, you're, you're looking at a lot of people moving to Tennessee for uh, better uh, better tax environment so yeah that's why i don't think you will see a lot of uh a lot of uh recession in our area i just you know with dixie cup and blue oval and all these jobs coming in i uh, just we don't see it we just don't see it so yep we're on the positive side in this part of the world for sure the Hare Financial right. Group's Paul Hare with me here on the Y'all Show. Hey, the buzzword that I've seen more in the last couple of weeks than I've, I've ever seen it, period, I, I don't think this word existed a couple of years ago, I want to ask you what you think of artificial intelligence and its factor on financial world. Okay, well, um, everybody just, you know, it's kind of the, uh, are we getting into the Terminator mentality uh, with artificial intelligence and artificial intelligence is only as good as the program that writes it. Uh, it can also, it does have the ability to learn. Um, the, the big concern with our artificial intelligence is if you set up a program to run in the financial world, um, and it, the algorithm sees it and it can create a, it can, it can create a false, negative uh in the financial and it could create 
uh, you know, a, basically a run on the banks. That's what a lot of concern in the financial world is. Uh, we've gotten now digitized banking. Uh, no longer do you stand in line to talk to a teller to pull your money out. I can hit it, type a few notes on my keyboard, hit it, and move money. And uh, that, that has created a lot of concern as far as banks. You know, how much uh, power are we going to give to digitized banking and to artificial intelligence? Uh, it can be easily hacked in some cases. Uh, so that's, that's why you see Elon Musk and like, back off. Let's see, you know, let's, let's get some regulation in on this before it gets too bad. Okay, I'm glad to hear that you know so much about this. It means that it's talked about a lot in financial world. It it really is. That is one concern. Um, you know, I, I do want people to point out there is no bank in the world that can survive a run. Not not Goldman Sachs. Not anybody. Because when you create fear and people act on fear, that's what can happen, and people just take off. Um, and but with artificial intelligence, if you set up the algorithm to run it, and uh, there's like a, a 9/11 or a COVID or uh, a war in Ukraine, and that algorithm is not set to to run with that in there, you could create a major financial crisis. That's why there's a lot of people wanting to back off that and go with something else. The Hare Financial Group, you can reach Paul at 731-664-0047. Anything else financial-wise we need to get from you as we wrap up the week and you can go see those lacrosse contests? Oh, well, there you go. Uh, I would say this to let people know that, you know, when you're working your plan, keep uh, don't let emotion set in. Keep keep your eye on the, on the prize at the end of your plan. And, yes, there's going to be bumps. There's going to be... Mountains, there's going to be valleys, and just just go with it and trust that in five years where you you will be where you are if you work the plan. And lacrosse, kind of like the financial world, you got goals, and you want to end up having a <clears throat> net gain. Oh, oh man, that was bad. Well, at least in the financial world, we won't beat you with a stick. So there you go. <laughs> I love it, Paul. Have a great time in Indy and get back down to the south as soon as you can and have a wonderful weekend. You too, bud. Take care. All right, Paul Hare, Hare Financial Group. This is the Y'all Show. When we come back, we will take a look at the movie that is hitting theaters this weekend that's got a beautiful Texan as a part of it. That's part of our Dixie Cinema, and it's coming up next. for urgent care, but we're also your best choice for primary care. Hi, I'm Brent Rudder. And I'm Tiffany Simpson. Together, we provide our Jackson patients with excellent ongoing medical care. Call us today and we'll be happy to see you. But if Mylan's closer, give me a call. I'm Lindsay Crocker and I'm ready to see you today. 
Physicians Quality Care. We treat you like family. Big spring sale. Spring sale is happening now. Spring into summer in your new car, truck, or SUV from Golden Circle Auto Group. You'll absolutely love the deals you'll find at Golden Circle Auto Group, home of the free 20-year, 200,000-mile warranty. Shop completely online or visit one of our four convenient locations with over 700 new and pre-owned vehicles available and free delivery within 200 miles. Rates as low as 0% on new Ford F-150s or ask about our special demo pricing to save thousands on select new vehicles. You pay what we pay when you pre-order select Ford, Lincoln, or Chevrolets and get invoice pricing. Get the most for your vehicle by bringing it in for a free appraisal and get the money you deserve fast. Visit our award-winning service department weekdays or Saturdays to get your vehicle ready to roll. Save time, save money, trust your local neighbors at Golden Circle Auto Group. That's the Golden Circle difference. Golden Circle Auto Group, Jackson, Lexington, Bolivar, and Iuga. Online at goldencircle.com. JST LLC is looking for drivers, local, dedicated, flatbed, reefer, over-the-road, and owner-operator. Great benefits including company match 401k, health, dental, vision, and life insurance. Qualifications are clean MVR, must be 23 to 76 years old, and have a valid CDL Class A. Two years over-the-road experience or one year over-the-road experience and be 31 to 60 years old. JST LLC is a family-owned and operated company. Call Danny at 731-903-4054 or Karen at 731-903-4101 or come see us today at our home office at 7. 25 Industrial Road in Halls, Tennessee. Are you overwhelmed? Are you being pulled in too many directions and can't seem to keep it all together? Well, if your job is managing the marketing, print, or mail for your company, your job just got easier. Allegra Design Print and Mail has the experience and expertise you need. From graphic design and vibrant full-color printing to larger-than-life signs and banners, we even have promotional products. So take a deep breath, call Allegra and Jackson, and put your mind at ease. For online convenience and total solutions to your marketing and communication needs, visit us at AllegraJackson.com or call 664-1676. Stop by and see us at 1029 Old Hickory Boulevard. This is a y'all show on West Tennessee Super Talk 93.1 FM. Talk radio for all y'all. Sister would go and leave me home all alone, going to that big square dance in town. Well, my old radio would play that old upgrade show, so I never got lonesome Motherloo. I'd fall asleep in my chair and dream that I was right there, just to sing in the whole night through. When my folks would come home, they'd be humming a song. Mom would smile and say, child, don't you know There ain't a thing in this world to make you fall in love, girl Like the San Antonio Stroll Got San Antonio on our mind here on this Friday edition of the show that covers all of Texas and all of Virginia and all of Arkansas and Mississippi and beautiful Florida and all of the bluegrass state and all of the volunteer state. Yeah, we're the y'all show. I'm sure I probably missed some of those states there, but the point is we got you covered, y'all. 
And here on this segment of the Y'all Show, we're going to switch over and talk about what's going on at the movie theater across the South this mid-May weekend and the, the really the big national movie of the weekend, the one making its premiere, features a San Antonio native as Michelle Rodriguez, who was born in San Antonio July 12th of 1978. The 44-year-old starlet is appearing in the brand new movie that's hitting theaters this weekend titled Fast X. I assume that's what it's called. It could be Fast at Roman numeral 10. I'm not a thousand percent sure if this is part of a series, but this is a, a, a Vin Diesel is in this one. Fast X makes its debut this weekend as Dom Toretto and his family are targeted by the vengeful son of drug kingpin Herman Reyes. Vin Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez, Jason Statham, Jordana Brewster all star in this action adventure thriller fast x debuting at theaters across the southeast here this weekend now more about michelle rodriguez she of course born in san antonio she is of dominican heritage and also some puerto rican heritage because her father was puerto rican and served in the army she actually moved to the dominican republic with her mother when she was eight years old and grew up part of her life around Jersey City, New Jersey. She got into acting and film. One of her first roles was in the independent film of 2000, Girl Fight, and has appeared in some big movies throughout her career. She's also into gun training and skydiving. She's been engaged before but I don't think she's actually pulled the trigger and gotten married from what I can tell she was in the movie SWAT which was out in 2003 also in the movie Avatar where she played Captain Trudy Chacon she's been in the movie Furious 7 with Letty or played the role of Letty Ortiz was in the assignment in the movie crisis and here this year alone she's already appeared in the movie dungeons and dragons honor among thieves with the role of holga kilgore and now fast x where she plays letty ortiz again so yeah when i'm saying this movie is fast x i'm sorry this is a part of the fast and furious line of movies vin diesel and others that were remember the guy that was uh, paul got killed in that car wreck that time paul was it paul crane so i'm trying to think of paul walker i'm sorry paul walker it's been a while i've only seen one of those fast and furious films and now fast 10 is what I, i'm going to uh, call it debuting this weekend where she plays letty ortiz she's made a career out of just these fast and furious by the way the first fast and furious came out in 2001 and it had her alongside Paul Walker, Vin Diesel, Ted Levine, Johnny Strong, and more. It's a pretty neat little series. Like, like I said, I've only seen one of the now ten in this series of movies that has done obviously quite well at the box office. 
In fact, the original Fast and Furious had a budget of $38 million and has brought in to date over $200 million. That's a pretty good payday for Michelle Rodriguez and Vin Diesel and others. Vin Diesel, by the way, did you realize his name is Mark Sinclair? And he is a 55-year-old California native that's been busy and acting. I remember seeing him in Saving Private Ryan where he played Carpazzo, Private Carpazzo, in that Tom Hanks incredible film. I would even say my favorite movie is Saving Private Ryan. And he was in that movie. He got killed early in the uh, in the film, if you watch that, where they were in a French village and he got shot by a sniper. That was his fourth movie he had appeared in as he originally was in the movie Awakenings. And just before Saving Private Ryan, Vin Diesel was in Strays, played the role of Rick in that one, but has been in this Fast and Furious line of movies through the years and is quite a successful actor, Vin Diesel, or you can just call him Mark Sinclair. But yes, Fast and Furious, and the latest in that series is this new one out this weekend called Fast 10, Fast X. Just go see it fast is my recommendation. Now, there are other movies that have been out just a little bit longer than this making their debut this weekend. So some other big movies currently showing at theaters across the southeast this weekend include the movie that appeared last week for the first time, Book Club. That's got Candace Bergen, Mary Steenburgen of Arkansas, Diane Keaton, and Jane Fonda. That's where they go over to Italy. These four ladies in their 70s and 80s on a girl's trip. And Book Club, the next chapter, this will be its second weekend in theaters. And it's out right now. Also, another movie that's fairly new out across the nation is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And you have the Jake Gyllenhaal movie, The Covenant. It is about Afghanistan and how a, it's based on a true story, how a, a former soldier goes back to Afghanistan to rescue his interpreter friend. I saw this movie. It is dang awesome. If you have a chance, go see The Covenant, which is a Guy Ritchie-directed film that's based, again, on Afghanistan and the stupidity, if you will, of our government to leave some of these people behind that helped our soldiers out, like these interpreters. We've still got American citizens stuck in Afghanistan. You hardly hear anything about it, but maybe this movie will help bring a little bit more of a spotlight to the struggle that so many have had in that country where we just left them hanging. We absolutely left a lot of those people out there to to be killed or to go in hiding, and that's the case in a lot of cases. Covenant also out, and some places still have the Super Mario film showing. And if you're a, a parent, a grandparent, and you haven't taken your little one to see the Super Mario Brothers movie, you should do that because it looks like a lot of fun. I wonder if it's as fun as the video game. <laughs> I, that was a great idea. Whoever came up with Mario back in 1970-something or early 1980-something, I think that's out of Japan, whoever decided to 
make a video game based on an Italian painter was a pretty wise move. And they've made a few dollars off of it. Or should I say they've made a few yen over in Tokyo from the whole Mario thing. But from a movie perspective, yes, this latest Fast and Furious movie with Texas born and raised at least part of her early life, Michelle Rodriguez is out this weekend. Go see it, y'all. We'll wrap up this second hour of the Y'all Show up right after this quick timeout. Stay tuned. I come to the farmer's market because there's a lot of products that you can't get, a lot of different produce that you can't get in places like Walmart, and I know they're a lot fresher, and actually the prices are better. So if you like high-quality veggies, the Jackson Farmer's Market is the place to go. Come see what's waiting for you at the Farmer's Market downtown Jackson, Tennessee. Hey Jackson and West Tennessee, Dustin Ring here again with Dustin Buys Houses. I'm still buying houses fast for cash in all of West Tennessee. You have a house that just needs too many repairs and you can't afford to fix it? We can make you a cash offer and purchase the house as is so you don't have to fix it. We even pay closing costs. Do you have a rental that's filled with bad tenants? Leave the hard work to us. We'll buy the house for cash and close and deal with them ourselves. Are you relocating for a job and need to sell ASAP? We can make you a cash offer today and close in as little as 30 days. And remember, we take the property as is. We'll even clean it out. Are you going through an icky divorce? I've been there. No fun, but we'll buy that house too. I'm also looking for multifamily properties, duplexes, triplexes, apartments. I even buy mobile homes and mobile home parks. Do you just have vacant land? Give me a call. I'll make you an offer. Call me today at 577-4150. Again, 577-4150. You can even send me a text message. Again, the number 731-577-4150 or visit Dustin buys.com. Robert Ellis Paint and Body Shop, 2814 East End Drive in Humboldt, is your headquarters for expert auto paint and body repair. Robin Ellis specializes in quality work. Robin Ellis repairs both foreign and domestic cars and trucks. No job too big or too small. Always free estimates and insurance claims are welcome at Robin Ellis Paint and Body Shop, 2814 East End Drive in Humboldt. Robin Ellis Paint and Body Shop. Their business is built on quality work and friendly service. Give them a call at 784-6203. Have you heard? Aeneas Internet and Telephone and Southwest Tennessee Electric are bringing fiber internet to your area. Enjoy unlimited data and high speeds at affordable pricing. Receive free installation, free standard equipment, and local support. Pricing starts at only $59.95 a month. Ask us about the affordable connectivity program and save $30 off your internet package. For information and availability, sign up at fiber.aeneas.com. That's fiber.aeneas.com. Or give us a call at 731-554-9200. Dominating Dixie. This is the Y'all Show on West Tennessee Super Talk 93.1 FM. 
Did somebody say the Fast and Furious? Yes, a little theme music from that series of films, as we were just talking about. Fast 10 is out this weekend in movie theaters, and so we've had a Fast and Furious start to this Y'all Show Friday edition, and thought we'd close it out with a little theme music from that one, since Michelle Rodriguez, the Texas lady, is a big part of that chain of films. This new one, by the way, does not have Mr. XFL uh, as part of it. That would be The Rock. I guess he's been busy doing the football thing. Which, by the way, let me close out this hour congratulating The Rock and XFL. They just had their championship this past Saturday night, and I tuned in and saw some of it. The Arlington Renegades, coached by former Oklahoma Sooner head coach Bob Stoops, they got the surprise victory in the championship game that was held in Michelle Rodriguez's hometown of San Antonio and the Renegades winning the first XFL championship at least this modern XFL that the Rock's a part of and they got a surprise win over the DC Defenders, Jordan Tamu the former Rebel quarterback leading DC which had only lost one game the entire year but boy they got creamed in the championship game by the Renegades and what a uh, Nice little start to the first year with him, The Rock, leading the way for the XFL. So maybe now, Rock, you can get back to making Fast and Furious film alongside Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez. Well, again, we've come to the end of this Fast and Furious hour of talking about the Southeast. Stay with us. When we come back, we're going to get the final hour of this Friday edition kicked off with our Friday Free for Y'all, a little David Lee Murphy party crowd. And we'll tell you all about Hernando de Soto, as this week was important in his life. And we'll tell you about that, plus hashtag Hullabaloo and a look at some sports news all right here on the show that covers everything Southern. This is the Y'all Show with your host, John Rawl. We are West Tennessee's conservative voice, WTJS. Alamo, Jackson, West Tennessee, Super Talk 93.1. USA News, I'm Richard Johnson. Steady progress is how the White House describes talks on raising the debt ceiling and how Speaker Kevin McCarthy's feeling good about it. Where we were a week ago and where we are today is a much better place because we got the right people in the room discussing it in a very professional manner with all the knowledge and all the background from all the different leaders of what they want. And from the traveling White House... President Biden has been updated on negotiations between his administration and lawmakers regarding the potential government default during his G7 visit to Japan. This comes after House Speaker Kevin McCarthy said earlier Thursday that he could see the path to an agreement. Congress needs to raise the limit to avoid the default as soon as June 1st, and Republicans are looking for spending cuts in exchange for their votes to increase the nation's borrowing limit. I'm Skip Kelly. But the House Freedom Caucus wants to stop debt ceiling talks until the Senate passes the House bill that links the debt ceiling to budget cuts. Meanwhile, at the summit, the leaders have approved a new package of sanctions and export controls against Russia over the war in Ukraine. And there's word another leader is coming to the summit, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky. He'll arrive Sunday after a stop in Saudi Arabia. Texas is looking west for destinations for busloads of migrants, and Denver Mayor Michael Hancock is not happy. Buffoonery is what it is, and it's really a very insensitive 
a disingenuous act uh, from someone who who uh, claims to be a servant of the people, and he really isn't. Hancock referring to Texas Governor Greg Abbott. A bus carrying 41 asylum seekers arrived in Denver yesterday. Abbott says he's doing it because Texas border towns are overrun with migrants. It's ChatGPT, the app. OpenAI has released its iPhone version of its comprehensive artificial intelligence program, the Android versions to come. ChatGPT is the best-known AI, capable of answering questions in near real time in complete sentences. This is USA News. Meet Joe A, Joe B, and Joe C. What's up? Three everyday Joes perfecting their banking with Chase. Joe A is locking his lost debit card with the Chase mobile app. Joe B is cruising toward his new ride with Autosave. And Joe C's Chase banker is helping him budget to go back to school. Tools that help protect. Support for what's next. One bank that puts you in control. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase. Make more of what's yours. Chase Mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Messaging and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Finding great people to hire can be like trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Their powerful matching technology delivers so many qualified candidates, it's like finding a needle in a needle stack. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. For less hay and more needles, head to ZipRecruiter. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. At ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. If Tiger Woods' former girlfriend Erica Herman wants more from Woods, it will be through private arbitration. A Florida judge has ruled the couple's non-disclosure agreement is valid in mandating a private arbitration. Herman's accused Woods of sexual assault during their time together. A big honor for one of Hollywood's biggest stars. Harrison Ford received a standing ovation at the Cannes Film Festival for his time playing Indiana Jones. But the new film in the franchise got a lukewarm reception. You'll get to find out for yourself at the end of June when Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny opens in the USA. If you're a fan of Pappy Van Winkle and other rare expensive whiskeys, you know it's not so much the price but the availability. That is the big challenge. In Oregon, the state's Liquor Commission has now come up with new rules on how its own employees can buy the good stuff. The Oregon Liquor and Cannabis Commission made news over employees scoring rare liquors at cost before they could make it to store shelves. It's a big weekend for NASCAR fans as an old track comes back to life. The historic North Wilkesboro Speedway in North Carolina will host the NASCAR Cup All-Star Race this weekend. Track's been closed since 1996, but has undergone a $22 million renovation spearheaded by Dale Earnhardt Jr. It's a small track, small capacity. Just 25,000 will get to see the race in person on Sunday night. I'm Richard Johnson, USA News. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Get your vehicle ready for spring during Clean Car Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Pro X1 exterior cleaning and detailing products provide professional results and show quality shine for your vehicle. Right now, pick up Pro X1 Snow Foam Car Wash 2 for just $15. See store for details. Pro X1 exclusively at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts or O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Serving you. We're not business as usual. It's the little things we do. Seven days a week. Seven days a week. Physicians quality care. We 
You know us for urgent care, but we're also your best choice for primary care. I'm Brent Rudder. And I'm Tiffany Simpson. Together, we provide our Jackson patients with excellent ongoing medical care. Call us today and we'll be happy to see you. But if Mylan's closer, give me a call. I'm Lindsay Crocker and I'm ready to see you today. Physicians Quality Care, we treat you like family. From the Smokies to the Bayou, this is the Y'all Show on West Tennessee Super Talk 93.1 FM. It's the final hour of the Y'all Show for the entire week. John Rawls, my name, and it is great to have you here. Let's all have a little sing-along to party crowd to get this weekend going. She couldn't keep from crying When she told me goodbye Well, I knew, Lord, it was breaking her heart That she was breaking mine So for the sake of her feelings and the sake of my pride I told her not to worry about me So I'm sitting Soaking up the neon lights Misery looking for some company And tonight I'm looking for a party crowd Slamming it back And laughing out loud With the smoke so thick The blues can't hang around With the jukebox jumping like I just don't care With the dancing over here A fighting over there Making the rounds Looking for a party crowd It'll dawn on me tomorrow Wherever I wake up I'll look back And try to recall Just where the heck's my truck So take my keys And lock them up tight And let the good times flow Worry about tomorrow when it comes to life. The night's still young, and I'm on the road tonight. I'm looking for a party cry, slamming them back, and laughing out loud with the smoke so thick. The blues can't hang around. With the jukebox jumping like it just don't care if they're dancing over here. The weekend is here, y'all, and let's all put on a big smile and get ready. If you need to go grab you something cold real quick, do that. Pop that top off and help yours truly, Johnny Boy, sing along. Come on now. Don't be bashful. Party crowd, slamming them back and laughing out loud where the smoke's so thick. The blues can't hang around. Yeah, you can be a terrible singer like me, but that's fine. It's not about the quality. If the dancing over here are fighting over there, I'm making the rounds and looking for a party crowd. You got big party plans? This is the weekend before Memorial Day, so you can have two big weekends planned if you'd like. Thanks to David Lee Murphy. So thick, the blues can't hang around. 
some good 90s country music for you. Setting the stage for what we hope is going to be a fantastic mid-May weekend. All right, that will at least get me get up and going here on this uh, Y'all Friday edition. David Lee, Mr. Miffy, and Party Crowd. Hello there. This is Y'all, where we talk about everything Southern, and it is just a tremendous pleasure to join you each and every day when we get together for Y'all Talk with an Accent on the Southeast. And if you'd like to get involved with Y'all, it is so easy to do that. All you have to do is pick up that telephone and call us or text us. You can text us at 615-208-4184. Or if you've just got to tell me something, our hotline is 731-554-1169. It's the show covering everything Southern, whether it's news, sports, politics, music, history. We mix it all up. There's no show out there quite like this one. And you're a big part of the reason we do what we do here on the Y'all Show. It's talking about the southeast of the United States. We make you feel good about where you live. And if you're a southerner at heart, well, that's fine, too. We want to make you feel good and let you learn about how awesome the south is. Now, don't go tell all them Yankees how great this place is because we just might have no room left at the end. Just kidding. Let me tell you here on this segment that we start off our Friday show with in the final hour, the Friday Free for Y'all is what we call it, where we get you going with a little smile, courtesy of David Lee Murphy, but then we move over to something maybe historic, and it's with history in mind that we have our Friday Free for Y'all segment today. I'm going to talk about arguably the first white person in the Southeast. Prior to this guy's arrival, it was essentially American Indians that roamed the Southland with tribes like the Chickasaws and the Cherokees and the Choctaws and, and more. And the Seminoles don't want to leave them out. And the Creeks don't want to leave them out. They were the existing parties, if you will, here in the southern portion of the United States. But as we well know, in a year called 1492, a fellow named Chris discovered the new world. And it wasn't long after that you had other explorers heading for the new world. And this guy, I think, was the first one in the South, Hernando de Soto, a Spanish conquistador. He was involved in expeditions in Nicaragua and in Mexico before coming on an expedition deep into what would be the United States as his Spanish conquistadors traveled through Florida, Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, and portions of Arkansas. They crossed the Mississippi River back in the 1500s. Hernando de Soto was born in 1500 in Spain. And the reason we're talking about the Spanish conquistador is it was this week in 1542 that he died at the age of 41 on the banks of the Mississippi near Faraday, Louisiana. Some say it actually might have been up in Arkansas. But somewhere on the western side of the river, somewhere between Faraday, Louisiana, 
hometown of Mickey Gilly, by the way, and Lake Village, Arkansas, across the river from Greenville, Mississippi. Somewhere in that area is where he passed away. I'm going to tell you about his death, but let me tell you a little bit more about the early life of Hernando DeSoto. I don't want to bore you with this, but this guy and what he did is kind of important because if not for discoveries by people like DeSoto, you wouldn't have the colonial powers, the the British crown, for example, establish a presence in America at Williamsburg and Jamestown and ultimately Charleston and Savannah. And then you had the French come and you had the Spanish, thanks to DeSoto, settle in Florida. And that's how this land that we know it, these United States, these southern states, came to be. So DeSoto, born in 1500 in Extremadura, Spain. His parents were modest. They were of the middle class. They were hidalgos is the term. So he grew up there and at some point decided that he wanted to get into the profession of being an explorer. And little Hernando was able to do that. When Christopher Columbus discovered the New Worlds to the West, young men were attracted to rumors of adventure and great wealth and, of course, to glory. And you couldn't blame youngsters in Spain and Portugal and Italy for wanting to be the next Chris Columbus. So DeSoto sailed to the New World for the first time as he was appointed as the, with Pedro Davia, first governor of Panama. And in 1520, Hernando de Soto participated in the Gaspar de Espinosa expedition to Veragua. That's in Central America. So he went, again, down in Mexico on expeditions. And his first time coming into what would become the United States wasn't until after Ponce de Leon went into Florida. He was the first European to ever reach Florida, Ponce de Leon. And DeSoto would end up going back to Spain at some point after multiple expeditions. And then he would come into North America. Historians have traced DeSoto's expedition in North America. They've been trying to really trace it for a long time because let's just be honest they didn't have google (laughs) back in the 1500s and it looks like he first landed somewhere around manatee county in florida and there's a national memorial recognizing the landing in manatee florida in manatee county florida and there was also a battle in moblia And uh, that was in Alabama that evidently he and some of his conquistadors got into, I think, with some natives in that area. His original expedition in the south would go through Mississippi, Arkansas, and Texas. And if you've traveled in any of these states of the south, you've likely seen markers about DeSoto. There's, of course, in Mississippi, there's a town called Hernando, that's in DeSoto County. There's the Hernando DeSoto Bridge in Memphis. There's DeSoto County in Florida. There's this name pops up a lot 
in the states of which he's supposed to have gone and been a conquistador in his time. In 1539, he was back in Florida. He landed nine ships and 620 men on an expedition in Florida. In fact, it was on this expedition here that 220 horses were brought in to South Tampa Bay. And those are the horses that ultimately would be bred and maybe escape into some of the swamps. And there are horses, for example, Gainesville, Florida, is in Alachua County, Florida. That term, that name comes from the Spanish conquistadors and the horses they brought. And today, 2023, you can still find horses in that part of Florida that trace their genetics to the Spanish conquistadors of the 1500s. Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. So in 1539, he was on this expedition of Florida. He would ultimately, in 1540, go on an expedition throughout the panhandle of Florida, going up into Georgia. There was even parts of his expedition went into modern-day South Carolina. DeSoto went into the Appalachian Mountains, into what's now western North Carolina on this 1840 expedition. This was pretty amazing. The first European that ended up in these parts of the southeast as we know it today. He also went into the Alabama, Mississippi area, and he found a Mississippian chief named Tuscaloosa. And I guess they met with him while on this tour. Kept going westward, and ultimately in 18, rather 1541, he and his explorers demanded 200 men as slaves from the Chickasaw Indians because as part of their voyage, they did end up having Indian slaves accompany them throughout their expeditions. In 1541, Hernando de Soto and his troops reached the Mississippi River. He was very interested in the Mississippi. He had heard about it because it had been passed along to him by the natives that it existed, this wide river, and it was certainly an obstacle that they had to overcome. In 1935, a commission appointed by Franklin D. Roosevelt determined that Sunflower Landing, Mississippi, was the most likely spot that Hernando de Soto and his explorers crossed over the Mississippi didn't know that. Sunflower Landing, Mississippi, is in Cahoma County, which is where you'll find Clarksdale, Mississippi. So they crossed the Mississippi and went over into what's now portions of Arkansas and Louisiana. And the reason we're talking about Hernando de Soto on this Y'all Show today is because it was this week in 1542 that he died of a fever May 21st 1542 as he died in the Indian village called Gachoya and that is near present day MacArthur Arkansas 
on the western bank of the Mississippi River. And it, this is all in the area where Louisiana and, and Arkansas kind of border each other. And before his death in 1542, the explorer chose a man named Louis de Moscoso Alvarado as his aide-de-camp, as his field commander, to assume command of the expedition. And when he died, Hernando de Soto owned four Indian slaves, three horses, and get this, 700 hogs. (laughs) How would you have liked to have 700 hogs following you on an expedition of the southeast? Well, that's what is reported that he owned at the time. But he died of a fever in 1542. And other information about the passing of Hernando de Soto is that they were, some of the people wanted, some of the natives had become skeptical of de Soto's claims, so his men were anxious to conceal his death. The actual site of his burial is not known. DeSoto's men hid his corpse in blankets weighted with sand and sank it in the middle of the Mississippi during the night, according to some historians. Not totally sure. I guess when they thought that he died, that would hurt them in their effort to get back to safety, perhaps, is part of the reason they were concealing his death. But his effect, his his expedition across the southeast of the United States paved the way for more exploration and more settlement. And as we well know, you've got counties and cities across the southeast and the country, frankly, that lend their name. Their name comes from Hernando de Soto, whether it's de Soto Caverns in Alabama, you got de Soto County in Mississippi, and even like towns like Hernando, Florida, and Hernando, Mississippi. There's even Hernando County in Florida. Schools and more. I don't know of any colleges named after Hernando de Soto, but there's even been U.S. Navy ships in his honor. Hernando de Soto, the Spaniard, the conquistador, who this week, back in 1542, died of a fever on the west side of the Mississippi River in the Louisiana-Arkansas area, And here in our Friday Free For Y'all, we wanted to take some time and remember this first European to hit a large part of the southeast as we go way back in time. This is 200 years before America was even born when Hernando de Soto was out discovering the southeast. So as we have a song to get us through this Exploration. I, I thought I'd go to a Arkansan, a guy that was from a state that Hernando de Soto went into. A song of exploration, a song of of discovery. And I'm going to go to the Johnny Cash song, and I've been everywhere as a salute to Hernando de Soto to wrap up our Friday free for y'all. Take it away, John R. Every road in this here land. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. 
I've been to Reno, Chicago, Fargo, Minnesota, Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Sarasota, Wichita, Tulsa, Ottawa, Oklahoma, Tampa, Panama, Mattawa, La Paloma, Bangor, Baltimore, Salvador, Amarillo, Tocopilla, Barrenpilla, and Padilla. I'm a killer. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, spare, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. Travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. I've been to Boston, Charleston, Dayton, Louisiana, Washington, Houston, Kingston, Texas, County, Monterey, Faraday, Santa Fe, Tallapoosa, Glen Rock, Black Rock, Little Rock, Oskaloosa, Tennessee, Tennessee, Chickapoo, Spirit Lake, Grand Lake, Devil's Lake, Crater Lake, Beach Lake. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, spare, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I've traveled and had my share, man. I've been everywhere. I've been to Louisville, Nashville, Knoxville, Ombabaka, Shepherdville, Jacksonville, Waterville, Costa Rica, Pittsfield, Springfield, Bakersfield, Shreveport, Hackensack, Cadillac, Fond du Lac, Davenport, Idaho, Jellicoe, Argentina, Diamantina, Pasadena, Catalina, Seaquamina. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I've traveled, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. I've been to Pittsburgh, Parkersburg, Gravelburg, Colorado, Ellensburg, Rexburg, Vicksburg, Eldorado, Laramore, Atmore, Havistock, Chattanooga, Chaska, Nebraska, Alaska, Opelika, Baraboo, Waterloo, Kalamazoo, Kansas City, Sioux City, Cedar City, Dodge City, what a pity. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I've traveled, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Try that one the next time you're out at the karaoke bar. Johnny Cash and I've Been Everywhere, a song made famous first by Canada's own Hank Snow, and a song played today on the Y'all Show as a tribute to a guy who's been just about everywhere, too. Hernando de Soto, the Spanish conquistador, who this week in 1542 passed away at the age of 41 of a fever as he was on an expedition across the southeast and died on the west bank of the Mississippi River, somewhere near Faraday, Louisiana. But it could have been a little bit north up in Arkansas, the home state of Johnny Cash. And we hope you enjoyed that here on the Y'all Show as we provide a little fun and history together as part of our Friday Free for Y'all. When we come back, the fun continues as we've got hashtag Hullabaloo headed your way. And we've got information to pass along from social media and a news clip as well that's just come out. Publix is introducing eight new ice cream flavors for the summer. And I'll tell you all about it in our hashtag Hullabaloo report. And it's up next. Hey, this is Chuck Walker with Southeastern Termite and Pest Control. We recently celebrated our 20th year in business here in West Tennessee. That's two decades of growth for us. We've added to our work family, moved locations a few times, seen our co-workers have kids and grandkids. We've even seen our clients who were kids when we started at their parents' house now call us to take care of their homes. Lots of things change over 20 years, but here's what hasn't. We can still be reached 24 hours a day. We still provide quality, guaranteed termite and pest control service for all 
all of West Tennessee. We still are the go-to company for real estate closing letters. We still provide quality fungus treatments and affordable moisture barriers. We still take care of your bed bugs, brown recluse, and every other pest problem you could have. If you own a home, you need termite protection. And the biggest thing we've learned in 20 years, we need you. Give us a call 24 hours a day for a different kind of experience from a service company. Southeastern, 660-1052. That's Southeastern, 660-1052. In communities across West Tennessee, we feel the effects of opioid addiction. We all know someone touched by addiction. Neighbors, friends, family members. Know now that there is help and hope. Together, we can rise above and make recovery a reality. Neighbors working together. Tennessee together. If you or someone you know needs help for addiction, help is available. Call the Jackson-Madison County Prevention Coalition, 731-694-0741. This project is funded by a grant for the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Are you looking for a new opportunity? Seco Door, the nation's leading steel door and frame manufacturer located in Milan, Tennessee, is now hiring. Seco offers great working conditions, competitive wages, and a sign-on bonus and comprehensive benefits package including health, dental, and life insurance, paid holidays, paid vacation, 401k, on-site clinic, and many other benefits. Seco knows people are their most valuable resource. Join the team that's Secures our nation's schools, hospitals, government facilities, and offices. SECO is an equal opportunity employer. Text apply to 731-686-4204 to fill out your application today. Unapologetically Southern. This is the Y'all Show on West Tennessee Super Talk 93.1 FM. ETC here on this Friday Y'all Show, getting you ready for the weekend. And here in this segment of the program about the Southeast, we call it Hashtag Hullabaloo, where social media comes to us and we find some great stuff being discussed out there on the interwebs and we share it with all you guys. Let's start off with a tweet coming from Walton's Distillery that is located in Jacksonville, North Carolina. At Walton's Spirits is the actual Twitter handle. And Walton's Distillery has put out a tweet here this week that caught our eye and our staff here at the Y'all Show. It says, nothing beats that down-home taste of Grammy's, Grandma, gr- they, Grandma's, they, come on now, that's not very Southern the way they spell this thing. Nothing beats that down-home taste of Grandma's ha- apple pie, except we've kicked it up that pie a bit. All right. The website is waltonsdistillery.com, by the way, if you're wanting to learn more about this North Carolina 
Distillery. So what in the world are they talking about when they're talking about Grandma's apple pie at Walton's Distillery? Well, they've got a whole array of liquor that's rather fruity, it it appears. Let, Let me tell you, if you don't mind, I should have been reading these off whenever I was playing Party Crowd by David Lee Murphy to start this hour. So among the Walton's Distillery options are Junior Walton's Premium Select, Junior Walton's Vodka, Junior Walton's Rum. They also have an offering called E.M. Walton's Premium Salted Caramel. They also have E.M. Walton's Corn Whiskey as a option. And now we get into the fun stuff where I was talking about Grandma's Apple Pie in their tweet because one of the selections from this distillery is Kitty Walton's Apple Pie Moonshine. <laughs> Woo! I would not be showing up for work for a while had I been given some of that Kitty Walton's Apple Pie Moonshine. They also have E.M. Walton's Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Junior Walton's Authentic Carolina Moonshine. How about this? Mag Walton's Peach Shine. They even have Junior Walton's Pine Shine Colada. A lot of options come and tell you courtesy of Jacksonville, North Carolina's Walton's Distillery. That Jacksonville is in eastern North Carolina. And if you go to the website, waltonsdistillery.com, you can learn more about all these different drink choices and pick you out a fruity one if you want to i got my eye on that apple pie thing they were talking about because as the tweet says nothing beats that down home taste of grandma's apple pie except we've kicked up that pie a bit courtesy of their high octane options in jacksonville north carolina (laughs) all right let's go to dark nimbus at dark underscore nimbus They identify themselves on Twitter as a multi-industry entrepreneur, an AI specialist, a hacker, an engineer, a philosopher, and a digital nomad. Dark Nimbus here this week on social media has put out a tweet that says, After being a nomadic entrepreneur for two years now, I can tell you there's a reason why the southern part of the United States is so slow to develop economically. With the exception of Florida... Because Southern people are clannish, passive, aggressive, and retardation is high. What are you talking about, Dark Nimbus? What are you talking about? You're throwing us under the bus here with these kind of comments here. Is this because the South's not quite up to speed from an AI standpoint? From your perspective, Dark Nimbus? Are you just being a Nimbus seal? Okay, here is a a shared post that dark underscore Nimbus has put out on the dark Nimbus Twitter sphere. And this share says the 10 States with the highest overall rates of MR. I'm not sure what that means. Were they said that the 10 highest overall States of MR were contagious and located in the east-south-central states. Alabama, Kentucky, Mississippi, and Tennessee 
and the South Atlantic states of West Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, as well as Arkansas and Arkansas and Louisiana and a little bit of Ohio. I think I figured out what MR is. That's mental mental retardation. This is a a, a share from the CDC.gov website. So let me go back and read this. The 10 states with the highest overall rates of mental retardation, according to this share from Dark Memos, and it's a share from the Centers for Disease Control, 10 states highest retardation, Alabama, Kentucky, Mississippi, Tennessee, West Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Arkansas, Louisiana, and parts of Ohio. Okay, I'll take the word there. You can do your own research. But uh, either way, Mr. Dark Nimbus, Mrs. Dark Nimbus, should I just say they, either way, either way, they, you're not being very Southern. You're not being very nice with posts like that. So maybe we can get you some Walton's Distillery spirits headed your way and put a little bit more happier step headed into the weekend from you. You know what would make us all a little happier? If we could find our way to a public store, the Florida-based grocery store chain here on Hashtag Hullabaloo. This is, this is a news story that we've just got to share with you. Publix is introducing eight new ice cream flavors for the summer. And these are being arri- they're arriving right now at select public stores, hopefully in your area. They've got eight new options. Can you handle this if I tell you what they are? First of all, the first one that's listed here, I don't even want to mention its name because it's got a Yankee connection. (laughs) Buckeyes and Fudge is one of the eight summertime servings from Publix. Buckeyes and Fudge, it's peanut butter ice cream loaded with chocolatey-covered peanut butter, Buckeye candies, and swirls of thick fudge. Okay, I might be forgiving. That sounds delicious. Another summertime ice cream selection from the folks at Publix grocery stores, hazelnut amaretto biscotti. The rich chocolate hazelnut flavored ice cream swirl with amaretto flavored cookie crumbles and dark chocolate flakes. I guess if you're a chocolate lover, you're going to love this one. The Hazelnut Amaretto Biscotti, or Biscotti. I did not take Italian in school. I apologize to my Italian Southerners. (laughs) Another option is the Lemon Berry Bliss. This is a lemon creme-flavored ice cream with lemonade-flavored flakes and blueberry-flavored swirls. Lemon Berry Bliss, one of the eight summertime selections being offered on a limited basis from Publix. How about this one for you strawberry lovers out there for summertime? Publix has Marry Me Strawberry. That's strawberry ice cream with ribbons of strawberry flavored sauce studded with pieces of white chocolate flavored strawberry pecan bark. Marry Me Strawberry. That's M-A-R-R-Y as in do you want to marry me? Marry Me Strawberry. Plenty of strawberry and white chocolate deliciousness going on with that one. It would want to make you get married. 
if you had a couple of scoops of that one. Up next, from Publix, as part of their eight ice creams for summertime, the Mocha Mud Pie. This is a rich mocha-flavored ice cream with a decadent high, decadent hot fudge swirl and pieces of cookies and cream. Mm-mm. Mocha Mud Pie being served up right now at a Publix near you. Up next on the list of Publix summertime ice creams, Nuts About Pistachio. It's pistachio ice cream that's got pieces of real pistachios in them. So it's like pistachio on steroids. Nuts about pistachio. Another option for summertime. This is perfect for sitting out by the pool and enjoying a pina colada and a pina colada ice cream from Publix because that's the name of one of their offerings, pina colada a coconut-flavored ice cream with pineapple-flavored pieces throughout. Mmm. Cannot wait for a little dose of that Publix. By the way, if you want to send us samples of these ice creams, I'll share you share the number for the uh, or address for our station when we take a break. <laughs> Make it a big old sampling because I want all y'all to come over here and enjoy if you don't mind. And then the last summertime ice cream flavor unveiled by Publix this week that will be available in a limited time here this summer of 23, the Salted Caramel Toffee Crunch. This is a salted caramel-flavored ice cream with toffee-flavored swirls and pieces of cocoa pretzel bark. The Salted Caramel Toffee Crunch will go alongside these other offerings for summer, Pina Colada, Nuts About Pistachio Mocha Mud Pie, Marry Me Strawberry, Lemon Berry Bliss, The Hazelnut Amaretto Biscotti, and Buckeyes and Fudge. Limited time flavors at public stores in the South Each. Each flavor will be available in a quart size container. Public said additional flavors will be available throughout the year. And those new flavors are coming out in the fall. And the sad part about it, y'all, for me, and I hope it's not the case for you, I don't have a Publix near me. So I'm going to get in the car, and I'm just going to go straight on down to Tampa because at least I think because it's based out of Florida and there's tons of them. I was just in Tampa a few months ago, and there seem to be as many Publix stores as you find Dollar General stores in most of the South. I want to make sure I get my fill and I bet you you do too, because we do like our ice cream in the southeast, especially in the summertime months. And we've got a commander-in-chief in Washington that's big on ice cream too, so he might be hanging out. Instead of going to Delaware every weekend, Mr. JRB might end up going to a Publix and trying out these multiple flavors of ice cream for the summertime. And that will conclude our Hashtag Hullabaloo report. I'm going to take a long break and go find me some kind of something to bite on during this break, uh, some kind of ice cream selection. Love it, love it, love it. We'll take a break, come back here with a quick look at sports as we wrap up this third hour of talking about ice cream and whiskey and other things too here on the Y'all Show. Lemonade 25. 
Crime rates are rising to all-time highs. And with the current growth of West Tennessee, the security industry is growing at an unbelievable pace. Hi, this is Frankie Lax at MaxGuard, the area's only regionally owned security firm. We are hiring now for unarmed and armed security officers. We can fast track you to be on your post in just a few days. When you come in to apply, you are interviewed same day and if hired, provided with a uniform, necessary equipment, trained right here in Jackson, and get paid weekly. No other security firm can offer these benefits, full-time or part-time. With over 40 years in the security business, we are in high demand. Now is the time to apply. We have job openings in Jackson. Lexington, Ripley, Bells, Dyersburg, Brownsville, and many other area towns. Apply now at our office in the Omni Center, on the bypass, online at maxcar.com, or on our Facebook page, or call 1-855-745-7222. MaxGuard is an equal opportunity employer. After the sirens, it's total chaos. The water and wind damage can make your home unrecognizable. This winter, many West Tennesseans woke to find their homes had suffered severe water damage, destroying ceilings, walls, and floors. They called West Tennessee Restoration's 24-7 emergency line at 660-9090. In no time, their water was stopped, and the restoration was completed from start to finish. When it comes to severe weather, West Tennessee Restoration will get your life back to normal. 660-9090. A-plus better business rating means that a business has no unresolved customer complaint. West Tennessee Restoration has an A-plus rating after restoring thousands of West Tennessee family homes and commercial property. Thousands of properties without an unresolved complaint, that's service. With West Tennessee Restoration's exclusive customer service, you work with one person, not a multitude of construction people. West Tennessee Restoration, A-plus in helping you navigate the insurance damage, cleanup, rebuilding of your home or office. 660-9090. to make your day. Southern Airways is putting Jackson back on the map. Flying from McKellar Sipes and making connections in Atlanta is easier than ever because Jackson has been awarded our own gate at the busiest airport in the world. Avoid the long TSA lines at Hartsfield. Land directly at gate E37. Tokyo to your left, Orlando to your right. It's all easy when you fly directly into America's biggest hub. Book today at iFlySouthern.com. Asia Garden voted Jackson's best sushi and Asian restaurant serving Jackson and West Tennessee for over 37 years. Walk into our dining room and know you're going to be served the absolute best Asian dishes from our expansive menu. You can also order directly from us at asiagardenjackson.com or call 731-668-9024. Since we're local, we can keep our fees at a minimum versus the competition. Asia Garden is West Tennessee's premier sushi and Asian restaurant. Think local. Think Asia Garden. From the Smokies to the Bayou, this is the Y'all Show on West Tennessee Super Talk 90. 3.1 FM. Here's the thing we started our friends. It was cool, but it was all pretend. Yeah, yeah. Since you've been gone, you dedicated, you took the time. Wasn't long till I called you mine. You'd ever hear me say 
continuing on with our discussion of what's going on in Dixie today and some college sports news to pass along here in our Southern Sports Update. The former athletic director of Auburn University and a guy who's been working at the University of Florida for a few years. He's Florida's associate AD for external affairs. Jay Jacobs has formally announced his retirement. He's 62 years old. And he was Auburn's AD, and he was the AD on the Plains when the War Eagle Plainsman won the 2010 National Championship with Gene Chizik as coach and Cameron Newton as the QB, the Heisman Trophy that year for Auburn. Jay Jacobs retiring at 62 from Florida, but probably best known as the head man of Auburn University for a number of years. We wish him a very, very successful retirement during his time on the Plains. Auburn claimed 12 national championships across five sports. Not bad at all for this former walk-on offensive lineman at Auburn. Very, very successful athletic career. We wish him all the best. Again, Jay Jacobs stepping down in his role at UF. And I bet you he'll end up back on the Plains if I had to take a guess. This is the final weekend of regular season play for college baseball and among the series going on featuring top 25 teams in action against each other you got Kentucky and Florida game one was held Thursday with Florida beating Kentucky 10 to 3 Florida's ranked number four in the country according to D1 baseball Kentucky ranked number 19 in the land you also have a top 25 battle going on in Music City The Vanderbilt Commodores hosting Arkansas, and Vandy loses to Arkansas, Arkansas number two in the land. The Hogs getting the 8-2 victory on Thursday. The Miami Hurricanes have an ACC battle with Duke, and the Devils getting the 5-3 victory Thursday in the best of three series. And I think I saw one more top 25 battle. No, sorry. I don't. I will tell you, Wake Forest is number one in the country. And the Deacons with a 6-3 victory Thursday. Most every college baseball team is playing a Thursday, Friday, Saturday series because this being the final regular season series, they are all going to play their conference tournaments next week. So they move up the final season so they'll have a chance to go play in their conference conference championship games which start oftentimes in the middle of the week did I totally confuse you most likely I did but congratulations to everybody making it through the regular season of college baseball now to the NBA and on Thursday night the Denver Nuggets picked up another victory as they knocked off the Lakers in game two of the Western Conference Finals 108-103 Denver now will take on the Lakers in L.A. Saturday for Game 3. On this Friday, you got the Eastern Conference's Game 2 taking place with Miami in Boston to take on the Celtics. The Heat currently with a 1-0 lead in that best-of-seven series. Heat-Celtics Friday night. Check it out. Starts off the tip at 8.30 on TNT, 8.30 Eastern, 7.30 Central Time. And lastly, it's the third, uh, it's the second of four major championships of the golf world, and it's taking place this weekend in Rochester, New York, at Oak Hill Country Club. 
and Southern guy, you could say. He's a California kid, but he played college golf at SMU. Bryson DeChambeau of the Live Tour ended up being one stroke better than Dustin Johnson and others after round one was delayed in its start on Thursday at Oak Hill. But DeChambeau, a U.S. Open winner from a few years back, he's really kind of struggled lately. I'm not even sure he's even won a tournament on the Live Tour but he had the lead after round one of the PGA Championship, and that'll be going on throughout the weekend. Justin Thomas, the Kentucky kid and Crimson Tide alumnus, is your defending champion of the PGA Championship, the second major of the year in golf world, and it's going down right now in upstate New York. And that is a quick look at sports news from across the Southland on this Friday edition we will wrap things up after the break from Dixie with Love will send us to the house. Thank y'all for listening to the Y'all Show. Hey, Jackson in West Tennessee, Dustin Ring here again with Dustin Buys Houses. I'm still buying houses fast for cash in all of West Tennessee. You have a house that just needs too many repairs and you can't afford to fix it? We can make you a cash offer and purchase the house as is so you don't have to fix it. We even pay closing costs. Do you have a rental that's filled with bad tenants? Leave the hard work to us. We'll buy the house for cash and close and deal with them ourselves. Are you relocating for a job and need to sell ASAP? We can make you a cash offer today and close in as little as 30 days. And remember, we take the property as is. We'll even clean it out. Are you going through an icky divorce? I've been there. No fun, but we'll buy that house too. I'm also looking for multifamily properties, duplexes, triplexes, apartments. I even buy mobile homes and mobile home parks. Do you just have vacant land? Give me a call. I'll make you an offer. Call me today at 577-4150. Again, 577-4150. You can even send me a text message. Again, the number 731-577-4150 or visit Dustin Buy com. You gotta love technology. In the future, when you have an accident, your car will be programmed to let you know which shops are certified to make your repairs to pre-accident condition. Collision Specialist has always tried to stay ahead of the curve. We're already certified with Nissan, Infiniti, Hyundai, Chrysler, and adding more all the time. Call 668-9263 or visit us at 96 Fairway Boulevard. Certified repairs from Collision Specialists. You came in after work, it's the only time you can. Savory steak and bacon, grilled cheese, sounds like a great plan. While kids online are really mean. Sonic steak and bacon, grilled cheese. Mm, Sonic. Love Sonic's under two dollar craves, are under two bucks. So you can get something tasty without breaking the bank. Sonic under two dollar craves. Mm, Sonic. For 20 years, All Seasons Heating, Air, and Refrigeration has been Jackson's hometown trained, family-owned heating and air headquarters, providing comfort season after season for West Tennesseans. All Seasons does not use sales gimmicks, only trusted products and workmanship. Their technicians are paid salary, not commission, meaning they won't push you to buy products and services you don't need. All Seasons Heating and Air and their trained products come with a 10-year parts warranty. Financing is available. It's hard to stop a train subject to credit approval see store for details 
Bill O'Reilly here. You're at the right place for great local and regional talk. It's all right here on the Frankie Lack Show. Hey, Sean Hannity here, and thanks for taking the Frankie Lack Show home along with your drive. This is Frankie Lax. Join me and Airborne Bob Monday through Friday afternoons, 4 to 6, for the Frankie Lack Show. National and state issues are covered with a local flavor. Call, text, or email us at mail at frankielax.com. Stimulating talk on West Tennessee's conservative voice, Super Talk 93.1. Sadly, we've come to the end of this week of y'all talking about all things Southern. And we will be taking a couple days off and coming right back at you come Monday. Hopefully, you all can handle it. (laughs) Been a great week. Thank you so much to Megan Headwall for being on with us several times. She'll be back with us next week. And want to thank again here on today's y'all show. We had Paul Hare of the Hare Financial Group stopping by for a report on all things South and finance and we learned so much including artificial intelligence if you missed any of that conversation or anything to do with today's y'all show very easy for you to catch up with this show just go into apple podcast or itunes or even spotify and search y'all show and we are right there awaiting your free download it's extremely easy to catch up with this show on your own schedule listen to us on demand through our podcast available those different ways again have a wonderful wonderful weekend enjoy your time with family and friends be safe out there i'm john rawl thanking you for being a part of this program powered by y'all.com the south's homepage, and we will see y'all monday for more of the show that shakes the southland